live. Are we live? Are we live? Are we we are, are live. Live, live, live. I feel so alive. Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Neri Signs. I'm like, what? How can this. <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. All right, and we're live and recording, depending on how you're hearing this. Welcome to the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, ninth annual, ninth annual, top ten. Ninth? Ninth. Uh, top ten movies of the of the year episode. Uh, I am Neri Science. With me, as usual, is Mike Mercadal. What's up, bro? And joining us again today is our favorite Stein. Uh, Alexander Stein. Uh, Stein. Yeah. Stein sounds like a like a like a '50s sitcom. No, like fuck you, R.L. Stein. I'm the favorite now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't. I never Battle met him. So been drawn. I never met him, so I, he's not my favorite. Uh, I used to tell people he was my uncle. They, did they believe you? Yeah. Fuck us, people. Poor uh, <laughs> <laughs> some. Uh, but even though, like, that's not right. He has to have nephews, right? Like, he's not like he's not like he's I don't human. know. Just because you wrote sure books, you know, it doesn't mean that he can't have children. And right. uh, when you're anyways, that rich, so, you can have anything. Have anything you want. That guy's um, gotta be. So you know what? Rich from his books, a lot of people don't know he actually uh, didn't get a lot of money. He got screwed from by with, by his publishers. Uh, that's also not true. But nobody's gonna look it up. Oh, we just say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> right? Like, it could be true. It could be true. It could be. Hey, Stein could be his nephew. We don't fucking know. It could be we, true, man. We have just as much proof that R.L. Stein got fucked in a contract as we do that Stein is Stein's R.L. Stein's uh, nephew. Correct. We have just as much proof. Yep. Equal. Um, all right. So this is our yearly episode. Uh, Ten years ago, uh, Mike and I started this podcast. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a year into it, we decided, hey, let's do a top ten movies of the previous year. And I believe, if I'm not correct, one, we both love movies, but I believe the reason we started that episode was because we were like, we got nothing to talk about this week. We were, there was a point where we would just, I mean, honestly, we would just hang out and talk. And that was kind of the show, which is yeah. like precursor to the white guys with microphones meme that's happening now, where we were just like talking shit. Like, again, we were talking about a pre-roll where we were just having a good time and talking yeah. shit. And we do this for the fun of it, you know? And, and, I, yeah. and, then, and, we I were, think and then at a certain point, we were just like... All right, we have exhausted every backstory thing we have. What do we talk about? It was like an yeah. old married couple that's like looking across the like co the coffee table from each other. Like, mm -hmm. I know everything you're gonna fucking say right now. And then, <laughs> we need other stuff to talk about. 
Yeah. So, uh, and then I remember that the, the Oscar nominations had just come out, and we're like, yeah. let's talk about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And what was your favorite movies? And that's how it evolved. Anyway, so this is where our top 10 episode of uh, top 10 movies of the year episode. And we're going to go around the horn. If somebody picks a movie that you already have, kind of a Geek More uh, rules, if somebody picks a movie you already have, just say table it and we'll move on and we're going to go on. Uh, let's start off with our number 10. We don't have sound effects because I'm not going to make 10 sound effects. No. Go fuck you guys. Number, to... number 10. Dace. Number 10. Uh, uh, wait, let me write this down. I got to write this down. Go ahead. Sure. Number 10. Mike. Well, uh, I will. Pre- we should probably preface this by saying literally all the movies I watched last year were on the are on the like lit. like I had to have watched the movie. But mm. because I wasn't all in theaters and a lot of these movies that came out last year were like Netflix movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard. To, it was hard to make a list. Wow, um, but a Netflix movie is still a movie. It counts. Right. Like that was the, that was the thing. Yeah. And I saw some, some of these movies I saw in a airplane also. Mm. I got to be honest with you. My only rule for myself is like, did it come? Was it? Was it released in 2021? Is it can it be nominated for an Oscar? Like right. that's all. I, that's that was my mm. pre, like my like my rules was like eh, that's it. Well, mine is very like biased towards like my tastes and interests. <laughs> it's a very selfish yeah, yeah. top ten list. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's your list it's because it's your list. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, we we uh, I am going to put at my number ten. I had I had some that I liked, but they're arguably like. I'm not going to watch them again, but I might watch all of my top 10 again. Um, so that's basically, if you want to look at it that way, number 10 is the King's man, the King's table. man table. I started watching that today before recording. And then I was like, I really need to take a shower before like we jump yeah. on this podcast. So I got like halfway through it. So yeah, it was, we'll I like jump, the half I've seen. We'll jump into it when it shows up on an Aries list, apparently. What about you? Yeah. Stan? What's your number 10? Uh, coming in at number 10, uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Still haven't seen it. I want to oh see that God. one, actually, though. Yeah, oh, I want Garfield is like... But it's just the title else, really man. throws me off because I hate TikTok. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with TikTok. I know. It's yeah, just such a movie. Man. Yeah. You know what it's about, Neri? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the guy who uh, who wrote uh, the play that Lease was based off of. <laughs> uh so yeah, yeah i know exactly what yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah i actually yeah. want to see this AIDS. movie i i legitimately want to see this movie and i yeah. did so prior to andrew garfield being nominated for all these awards i'm not trying to be that guy right, but yeah. i did want to see it sure. before you know all the attention that he's gotten for for this role so yeah he's amazing and the thing is, is that before this movie like he didn't even know that he could like sing and lin-manuel miranda like heard him sing and he was like oh thank god i don't have to recast you <laughs> he's so in the in the movie is it a musical or is yeah. it like yes yes and yeah, it has totally music musical. from from the play so it is him singing, right. singing, uh, like, like, like what I'm saying is that it is him bursting into song, talking about his life, right? Like, no, I it's mean, more of the, the way he yeah. wrote the songs that will later be in the play. So he's like, hey, I'm uh, writing this song. What do you think? And it's like, well, what, what right. song? And then he starts playing the song. I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. So he, the guy knows he's singing a song. It's like, you know, in musicals where they're just, yeah, narratively like, singing yeah, you know how not... like musicals are when <laughs> people just right. start singing about stuff no, but like it's pitch perfect the musical 
Yes, there's music in it. I I consider right, Pitch Perfect right. a musical, but it's not like <laughs> they're singing songs that they know. Like the sing, it's you yeah, whatever you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, 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 it's worked into the narrative. It's not like I just I have to express my emotions through song. Yeah, like that's, yeah. yeah exactly. I God, I, I hope years, I get it. a thousand years ago I wanted to write a bit and I wrote a bit, but I just never had the balls to do because I one I can't sing and two I just don't have the confidence is to talk about musicals how they're like oh um i just met this girl named maria and then burst out into the actual fucking song from west side story which by the way is my favorite musical and then mm. that guy goes so you were saying that you met a girl named maria and you're like yeah yeah that was five minutes ago yeah <laughs> what the fuck is that Mary? what's going just, on Jesus we just Christ. watch you sing for five minutes <laughs> yeah we just want to sing for five like what's going on like we're at work we're at <laughs> that work. was I had that idea for Glee. Like, I wanted to do a show about the other kids at that school going, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ with the singing. That'd be a like, good skit for, for a fucking TikTok or something. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Just walking by when they're in the background singing and you're just walking by, like, can I? I'm just trying to get to my locker. I just, I just want to. <laughs> gotta... I'm going to be the late, musician man. kids who just happen to know every song they're about to sing and they're yeah. like, they're like, hi, yeah, I'm here eating my, oh, uh, and they grab their guitar or whatever. The drums pull out of nowhere and they start playing. It's like, uh, it's like, that's more interesting to me than these other fuckheads. Like, show me those kids yeah. who are just ready to go at the top right. of the hat. Stein, tick, tick, boom. Go ahead. Tick, tick, Sorry. boom, number 10. All right. Tick, tick, boom. My number 10. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I have a hard time putting this on the list only because it was one of those weird releases where it technically got released in 2021, but it for the most part, most people will have seen it in January 2022. So it was a weird, weird thing. Uh, but it was the movie Sing 2, which is also a musical. Mm. Um, I it, but God, I loved Sing 1 so much. I thought it was so Sing good. Sing 1 was great, but yeah. Sing 2 is so it's so good. Like it's it's one of those it really so the movie's great, it's fantastic. The the music is awesome. And I'm just like I I immediately when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, going in my top 2022 list." And then I had looked it up and they're like, "No, it came out technically it came out like in in a festival yeah. in November and then it came out for in the theaters." be it uh, limited release in uh, December and then uh, VOD on, in January 2022 and that's where I that's where yeah. I saw it so. that's how the Kingsman was no the Kingsman was out <laughs> no wrong yeah, no, is the shy elephant girl in it again because I loved her she was my favorite yes character. yes she was in it and and she there's a guy that she has a crush on some guy it's hilarious of course it is. It's is it another, another elephant, elephant or is it one of those yeah, weird like inner no. like <laughs> no, no interracial relationships? Yeah, it has to be another elephant. You can't interspecies relationships like in all fairness, she's an African <laughs> elephant and he's she's into an Asian elephant. So I mean there is that. So Ooh. but oh that's you know, cool. So. Exactly. No, it's a joke. I don't fucking know. It's a cartoon. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. That's a like yeah, woke you animation. His ears are smaller. <laughs> if you notice, his ears are smaller and they cock back. And then if you notice the eye, no, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> so number tens, uh, we have Kingsman, Tick Tick Boom, and Sing Two. Uh, number nine. Uh, my number nine uh, is not a great movie but i loved it and it's gunpowder milkshake oh i did have a lot of that was a good ass, fun movie dude. wasn't that a fun fucking movie i watched it on an airplane and then i watched it again when i got home because i was like i need to see this on a bigger screen and it was for the lack of a better word 
a great time. Like it was, it was great. Fun. Like it was, it was just fun. super fun. Yeah. Uh, Karen Gillan and uh, Hetty. Um, what, what's her name? Uh, the girl Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Everyone in that movie comes out. Carla Gugino. I am such a Carla, Carla Gugino, Gugino fan. She's she awesome. is like this. Un- I, I I think she's underrated as hell. She's beautiful. She's been beautiful mm-hmm. forever, and she's a great actress. And she's in these like like interesting and she's movies. She's been she's been opposite the rock multiple movies. So I'm really jealous of her. <sighs> is, is, is Vivica a fox is that the other lady that's in it no i i don't remember who else is angela in it bassett. i think it's a, 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 a yeah angela bassett. Angela, bassett. angela bassett yeah 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 but but angela bassett's also a beautiful older woman uh she but like they're um uh the sh- the movie itself is just like a genuine john wick good level action sequences mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think it got a lot of attention. Like, I don't remember hearing about it. I, I, like, I saw the trailers and then I saw it on the airplane and I was like, fuck, this is great. And, um, you know, I hate to be the the guy who says, oh, well, it's misogyny or whatever. But it's not like Charlie's Angels where, like, people were like, ah, Charlie's Angels was this supposed to be this great feminist movie and it's trash. The Elizabeth Banks one. And yeah. this is oh, just, that this- one. Yeah, well, yeah, they're all trash. You didn't have to I mean, clarify which one. They were all trash. But but the most recent <laughs> one, like the other one, it's not like the Car- Cameron Diaz ones got nominated for Oscars. Oh, and then here comes fucking right. Elizabeth Banks fucking up the franchise. No, she really didn't fuck yeah. it up. It was all trash. <laughs> straight through, so it's that, fine. Yeah, but it was genuinely like fun. At at a certain point, I like you're just I was just on that ride, and it was great. It was really well done, really stylish, really really fun. It was good. Yeah. It was fun. 2021 was like also kind of a year of just like kick ass, like female driven movies. Like there was one with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead where she's like going through fighting Yakuza. Uh, There was another one with Kate Beckinsale. uh, I think it was called Jolt where she's like, get it. It was like a good year for just like kick ass female action movies. 355. I just saw 355, even though technically I think. No, that came out last year. Three fifty five is now on Paramount Plus. It's uh, it came out in theaters last year, but right. it's 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 all women, and they all. I heard ass. it's good. I heard that's good too. It's a lot of it's a what lot of it's a lot of fun. Three fifty five. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally the numbers three five five. So. <laughs> yeah. So gunpowder milkshake. That's my nine. All right. Fuck yeah. Uh, Stein, what do you got for number nine? Number nine is Shang Chi. Ooh, table. There it is. Had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I am the uh, I am of the two of us. I am the Marvel fanboy apologist, so uh, I will always rank Marvel. I think a little mm. higher than Nary will. Mm. Oh, the movie with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston that I was thinking about was just called Kate. Yeah. That's why it was hard for Kate. I love yeah. her because she's great too. A lot of great. Yeah. 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 A lot of. Right. Good ass kickery. My number nine is the heart of a fall. Oh, I didn't see that one, dude. With the black cowboys, yeah. With Idris oh, Elba. Yeah, that movie was badass, dude. The fact that they were black <laughs> is part know. of the story. I know it's a joke. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, the heart of a fall with Idris Elba, and mm. can I first of all love this movie. Uh, I'm a fan of Westerns, which I didn't know about myself mm-hmm. until a couple of years ago when I started watching Westerns to research for an episode of Best Westerns on Geekmore. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, I think I am a fan of West uh, Westerns, just not cheesy fucking dumb ones. But this was <laughs> this was really well done. The ending was fantastic. Everything. The story was great. 
Mike, what you're going to fall in love with, aside from everything else, because everything else is great, but what mm -hmm. you're going to like particularly love is the music. The soundtrack to this is holy so good. shit really? good. Like just, it take like it, I don't want to say it takes you out of the movie, but it specifically you watching this going like, man, this song is amazing. This is like mm -hmm. really well, like they're, the music that they're choosing for this scene is so well fucking picked out. Like, wow, it's really fucking good. It's Guardians of the Galaxy level. Oh, of like, this, this, when you yeah. think of a song, when you think of a song, may, like Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those movies where I didn't necessarily know the songs, but now that I now that I saw it in this movie, I can't picture any other song to this scene. Right, right, and that's right. how this movie is. The harder they fall, and it, like, oh, I hear the song, I'm picturing that scene in this movie. It's like it's perfectly picked for this that's, scene. It's one of my future picks will have that come up as well. Yeah, yeah, um, right. and also like, in even like Baby Driver esque in that fight versus um, Regina King and Zazie Beats. Like, yes, it actually goes to the oh, music. Like they're fighting like the on music? the beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. It's, I love that. It's gorgeous because they're they're like in this uh this town and they're fighting in like a textile shop. So where they're like dyeing all of these different colored uh like swaths of fabric. So mm. they're like weaving in and out of just it's really colorful and beautiful and just talk about more like badass ladies fighting. Like yeah. fuck that yeah, dude, you great. gotta check yeah. it's really the harder they fall. The harder they fall, it's yeah. such. A, and the only reason it didn't make it on my list higher, it, it's only it's not because it's not a knock on this movie. It's just the other movies. Are, you know what I mean? I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking good. The harder they fall, I thought. It was. It's good chef's call, kiss. Good call. Yeah, yeah. The number nines are Gunpowder Milkshake for the ladies, uh, Shang Chi, and The Harder They Fall. Mm. Uh, number eight. My, the Ocho, is Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> It, Godzilla versus Kong was so much fun. I love giant things fighting as I am also a giant thing. And mm -hmm. I loved it when they give Godzilla a magical axe. Oh. Fuck yes. I was so on board. It was Kong. The they gave Kong. Of one they gave, of the Kong. They gave Kong a magical axe. It wasn't Godzilla. They gave Kong a magical axe. Did I say Godzilla or Kong? Yeah, you said Godzilla. You know, oh, you might have said Godzilla, Kong. but I heard Kong because I know yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> when they gave Kong the fucking axe made from the scales of a Godzilla or whatever, because mm -hmm. because I was I was like late to this series, right? Like I watched Kong, and then I hadn't watched the original Godzilla with Brian Cranston because everybody said it was super mm -hmm. fucking slow and you never actually see Godzilla. I was like, I don't want to see that. That's not true. But that's yeah, what people not... at the time yeah, that yeah, was one of the yeah, big yeah, complaints. Yeah. And then uh, King of Monsters, whatever, the, the one where they Godzilla all, yeah. that yeah. one I hadn't seen. And then I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just watch this movie. And the whole time I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Wait, so you watched Godzilla, you watched Godzilla versus Kong without watching the other Godzilla movies? I, I did. And I went, I saw it in the theater. And then, cause, uh, cause I was like, all oh, right, let mm. me go see it. And then I went, and then I went back and I watched the other, the, the other one, the, uh, but not, not the whole thing. Like I watched like the recap of, of the thing. Uh, like, sure. Uh, because did you see Kong like, Skull Island? Yes. That one I did see with John C. Riley being a weirdo. I loved it. Yeah. But I just I, like those movies. I really wanted to like the the Peter Jackson King Kong movie. Um, I really wanted to like that one. And I loved the Kong mm. stuff when you finally show. There's a whole song by a band called Tripod. It's an Australian comedy band. And they have a song called Get to the Fucking Monkey. And <laughs> it's literally about 
where it's like, yeah, I love Jack Black. Adrian Bodie is great. Get to the mm-hmm. fucking monkey. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Andy Serkis is great. Yes, right, right. Get to the fucking monkey. And then it's like all about other movies that could benefit from getting to the fucking monkey. That so that sense. has become a thing I say with like a couple friends of mine that, that know that thing where it's like, did it get to the monkey? And that's what I want. And this movie was, I skipped all the bullshit. I'm just like, yes, fucking fight on a boat. Mm-hmm. All of that shit was great. Mm-hmm. I love the, the the visual spectacle of it was cool. Uh, I hated the fact that they gave Kong a, 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 uh, an axe. I thought I'm like, oh, what a fucking pussy! What a Is he pussy! Ass. to use tools, <laughs> pussy ass bitch. It mimics primate uh, evolution. <laughs> whatever. And then the thing is, I've been such a fan of all the other movies leading up to this that this one was like, oh, I loved it. Yeah, you you sold out for the for the fucking popcorn tickets and shit like this. It's funny, like, being such a Marvel stan going back and watching the first Godzilla movie because you see Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen as husband and wife in that movie, and then later their brother Brother and sister sister. in the MCU. It's like, huh, okay, cool. They got to act together in two different ways. (laughs) Also, I I will say this movie is on my list because of the nature of the world in this year, where – I was there's a pandemic going on, yeah. Was crazy. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I want to go see a giant monkey fight a giant dragon lizard. And, and I don't want to throw think a fucking a real... mech in there. <laughs> yes, give me oh, fucking mecha. When they unveiled mecha, I let out an audible cheer. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> fuck. They, that. they needed to have a common enemy. I saw it coming from a mile away. I was like, they can't just fight each other. They've got to team up against Mecha a common enemy Godzilla. at the very end. I was so happy. As bullshit as it was, I was like, yeah. feed me bullshit, yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as bullshit as it was. As if anybody's like, no, 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 this could really happen. This, this, oh, I, I mean, I, you know what the movie lost me? Is the fucking interportal fucking traveling. The fucking mm, spaceship. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck off. Mm, I get it. Right. There's a fucking giant monkey and a fucking giant lizard. Don't give me the spaceship bullshit. Like, get the fuck out. Magnets? Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I was just so, like, fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck you. I hate like, the other movies, The yeah. other movies in the series, even though they fucking toyed with the interdimensional wormholes or whatever the fuck, they... They were like somewhat grounded in what was believable. Like, Again, it's don't not try believable. to explain it. Don't explain. Just, just don't. Don't. That's do what it. I'm saying. Just that's throw saying. quantum in front of it, and you're good to go. You know, like no, that's exactly what I'm saying. The other movies didn't try to explain it. They were like, "Yeah, it's fucking cool." And then this movie's like, <laughs> "We got spaceships." I'm like, "Oh fuck you, Jeff Bezos! Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here! Like, this is bullshit." Magnetic levitation. Whatever. Eh, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the, the fuck up, fuck up just Elon. It would have been so much cooler if they would have been like, "You, all you got to do is go through this fucking, and then, and then, oh shit, I'm here! Like, just give me yeah. that. I don't need spaceships." Stupid. I did love the visual of the other dimension, that other world where there's like yeah. land mm-hmm. on the top and the bottom, yeah. right? I, like, because it is such a foreign idea. I don't even know how you would envision that as a real human. You know, how, like when you, yeah, it's how called mushrooms. That- Huh? It's called mushrooms. Sure. That's how you envision yeah. it. It's, it's called cool. mushrooms. You take mushrooms and you go, oh, <laughs> oh you know what we do? We fucking put land on the top and the bottom. And you're like, oh, write this shit down. This guy's fucking going. This guy's, this guy's, ham. This guy's killing it right There's now. There's sky underground, man. He's killing it. Let him go. Let him go. Fucking. <laughs> All right. Stein, what's your number nine? What's your number eight? I'm oh, sorry. yeah. Yeah. I love this one because it's just a big fuck you to Warner Brothers. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hey, old. Old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Um, it's hilarious. 
number eight. Get out of here with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's higher up on your guys' list than mine. Uh, of I mean, it would be. Yeah, it absolutely yeah, it, should be. I don't think it could get higher. <laughs> I think it could get higher. Uh, no, my number eight. Uh, this movie surprised the fuck out of me. I didn't want to see it. I had no intention of seeing it. Even in the previews, I was like, I don't why there's no need for this movie. Like I was one of those, uh, shocked the fuck out of me. I saw it immediately was like, oh my God, I've been so wrong about this movie. I apologize. Uh, and it stayed with me and I fucking literally went to sleep thinking about the movie because of the performances of the writing of the act. It just, it was so well done all the way across and I love this fucking movie. Uh, this movie is Cruella. Oh, I, Cruella. I had okay. zero intentions of seeing this movie. I thought it, I was like, we don't need this movie. Like, who's who's going to side with a fucking somebody who wants to kill dogs? Get the fuck out. I don't need to see this origin story. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> the Dalmatians killed I, her mom. Oh. Yeah. Well, is that really the story? Mic. You just ruined it for Mike. You just ruined it for Mike. Oh, man. Well, I did not have any plans to see it because I am of that same mindset of like, I don't need to yeah. see why the bad guy is a bad mm. guy. Like, she was mm -hmm. arguably one of the most villainous Disney villains Absolutely. for just killing dogs for fashion. Yeah. Her like, name is literally cool evil. Yeah. Cruella de Vil. Yeah. Is that Cruella 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 de Vil. Devil. That's your name. Cruel Devil. Cruel like, like, Devil. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> but that movie's really fucking good. Like, it's the performances. I, and again, I haven't seen the last, I think, two movies that, that Emma Stone has done for whatever reason. I forget mm. the titles. But this movie, in my opinion, I was like, this is the best I've ever seen Emma Stone. And that's not a knock on other movies that Emma Stone has been in. This right. is just stands out above the rest in my, in my, when, as I'm watching it and I'm looking at my wife, I'm like, hey, this is fucking good, right? She's like, it's great. I'm like, oh, good. Thank God. I'm not, it's yeah. not just, you do like, need oh, to oh, bounce it off someone where you're like, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying it too. Great. Good. I don't feel like, I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a weird thing. There were like a lot of politics involved with that in the entertainment industry too, because it happened around the time of when ScarJo was suing Disney. And yeah. uh, so Emma came back around and she sued Disney also because of contractual shit and streaming. And then because it of opened the up pandemic a, release, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And then it opened up another floodgate for um, residual payments to costume designers because they were like marketing the shit out of the toys and putting all of these beautiful, like, couture design dresses for the movie onto the dolls and they're like we're not seeing a single cent from all of the merchandising that you're doing based off of our design so it it like as good of a movie as it is and i did enjoy it it like i got sucked into like the politics behind all the bullshit around yeah. the movie too which if uh, i was if I, if I had known any of that information and not be so stupid and self-centered and fucking uh, close my ears <laughs> to any of that yeah. i would totally be with you and be like yeah i don't want to put this movie in. but because i didn't know any of that shit, that's like when people go oh it's not as good as the book that's your fault for reading dummy that's your fucking bad <laughs> for reading who the fuck told you to read who told don't you read. To read if you don't read you don't get yeah. into the situation yeah. Boom. Yeah. Every uh, time I hear about that stuff, I all I think about is space balls merchandising. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the money space of the movie is merchandising. Merchandising. Uh, space balls, the flamethrower. So we had number eight, Godzilla versus Kong, number uh Zack Snyder's Justice League and Cruella. Uh number seven, Mike, what's your number seven? I think I'm gonna go number seven, Eternals. 
uh, mm. Marvel Eternals. You can ugh all you want. It's my, it's my uh, list. I love that movie. I enjoyed it as well. Uh, I had zero <laughs> reference to this movie. This is another one of those. If you read the books, this is your bad. Yeah. Uh, I have zero information, prior knowledge to the Eternals getting into it. As much as I, l- I like comic books as a kid, I was never a space comic book reader. Like once mm-hmm. I was like, hey, give me X-Men. Oh, this X-Men goes into space. Mm, I'm out. Let me know when they come yeah, back yeah, to yeah. it. I don't I don't fucking. It gets too fantastical. It. it gets too out yeah, of yeah. the, you can't re- relate to it. So my whole thing. So I didn't know anything about Eternals. I didn't know anything about whatever. So. But I thought that movie was was a lot of fucking fun, and you know, well, it was a, it was a I, lot I, to I explain. Get to it, man, it's just like it. It just it's felt a- like it was way too far up its own ass, and I love Marvel shit so much. But it's just like I don't know, it missed the mark for me. In well, my opinion, me, it's probably the worst like uh, Marvel movie. But yeah, well, why do you love it, Mike? I I, I will say no, no, no. I will say in an era where. Uh, Eternals was fun. I dug it. Thank you, Jeff. It was fun. I That's was cool. Watching- no dig on people who loved it and or enjoyed themselves. Yeah. It's just for me. It, I saw oh, it I, fun. I, it was just totally, like I totally took totally a dig at Mike for liking Kong versus Godzilla. So let's yeah, yeah. yeah. You can dig. Everybody <laughs> can dig. It's a judge. You should judge. You should judge. Mike, Mike's number on one is Mortal like Kombat. What they don't like and what they do and what they don't do. Huh? Mm. Honorable mention. Mortal Mortal Kombat. Kombat. <laughs> uh, the the reality is that. This is also again the pandemic changes changed the way I watched all movies last year. So when it came out, I was excited to go to the movies. All I did sure. the movies I saw in the theater were all big budget Marvel shit. And oh, so you joined the rest of society for the last five years? Well, no, because during the <laughs> pandemic, I was really locked down. Like yeah, I was, but, but not even. Nobody- like, but that's the whole thing. The whole thing about the movie industry is like in the last five years, nobody really goes to fucking watch Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah. superhero movie. <laughs> the it's last duel movie. made three dollars. It's like, yeah, I don't want to watch you jerk off as a director and camera. I did, but it's a yeah. great movie. Though. Really I'm sure movie. it is. But yeah. I will say this: the fact that I I I went to go see it, it was um trying to do it had to like when you think about it, it had to do a lot like a lot. introduce yeah it so does do a lot it felt cluttered and some of the things felt rushed until you realize like once i realized that they're talking about thousands of years like yeah. the time mm-hmm. span between scenes is literally millennia so mm-hmm. any ju- any character changes could have been were justified the second i kind of wrapped my head around the time scale of the movie i was like oh yeah whatever they do is fine and then the big fight at the end was very cool to me in the sense of like they did justice league almost better than justice league did it in terms of uh, mm. the weed in justice league we are not almost <laughs> don't say the, it's called the, the, Majari, jo- the justice league the justice league yeah that was yeah. you know the right. literally um makari is flash and icarus is superman and superman mm-hmm. is fighting the fucking flash in this movie there's there is a the, you know like that scene where they're fighting each other i was literally like this right. is great the yeah, whole Thena's fucking, wonder woman yes thena does there's a full-on wonder woman and it's angelina jolie just having fun being fucking famous Salma Hayek <laughs> having like it's an ensemble cast. She shows Salma. up. She barely has to talk. She falls in love with Gilgamesh. They have this really he like mm-hmm. all of these. The best actor, the best character in the movie was um uh what's his name? Assistant the the Kingo's assistant, the Indian guy. Oh right, yeah. He uh, was great. Everything, all these little yeah. moments were great, and it was just a genuinely fun movie. The thing is, is that if it was 
because it's an MCU movie and everyone's like, how does it fit in, man? Where does it connect? And why wasn't Thanos fighting? And why does who who mm-hmm. is uh um this guy uh what's his name? Jon Snow. Why is he mm-hmm. only there for five minutes in this blaze? Was oh, that yeah. Blade's the black voice? the black knight, man? That stinger at the end was good. All of that comes in that like the fact that it had to connect to everything else almost like I think changed people's perception of it. Because if you mm-hmm. watch it just as it is, you're like, this is great. You know, like this was fun, mm-hmm. and it and it's a it's all of human evolution. Uh, mm-hmm. Why it's very different. That's why, Marvel, pe- no, the that's previous why people is. hated it, Mike. No, Jeff, it's a very different Marvel movie from everything that came out before. Yeah, because it's, it's very it's, true. It's very true. It's so big, and and I'd like it. I I I dug it. They you know thousands I, I, of years. To me, that's my favorite. I want to say, uh, one A one B of my favorite Marvel movies last year. Yeah, I mean so. Uh, I I, right. I thought it was. I'll uh, give it another watch and see if I can get back on board with it. You, I got to be honest with you. The only reason I didn't like it more is because I thought it was too not well lit. I think it was. I thought it was dark, but I think that's mm-hmm. a thing of the movie theater I went to because I went to oh, go see. Yeah, because yeah, I went to go oh, see okay. Ghostbusters there, and it was also like this is not as well lit as the because I saw Ghostbusters twice within a twenty four hour time period. <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> and then the second time was at this movie theater that I happened to have seen Eternals a month prior, and I was like, oh, so it is a movie theater because it's not it even Ghostbusters that I saw twelve hours ago was better was a better lit movie in the other theater, so that was a mm-hmm. thing. I did have a literally I'm watching it going like, why is it so fucking dark? Can you guys mm-hmm. get a fucking flashlight up in this bitch? Um, <laughs> it's like season eight Game of Thrones. What is right a movie now? projector? Is that just a fucking big flashlight? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, uh, do you guys need an extra one? We're Turn the on high here. beams on. Yeah. yeah. Happening. Fucking slide right. your phone up. If you slide it all the yeah. way up, you, you get better. More. Okay. Brightness. The screen brightness go high. All uh, right. Uh, Stein, what's your number seven? Number seven. Oh, God. I absolutely fell in love with this film. The Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. Cable. Ooh, I have not seen it. There you it. go. Mm. It's so good. It's uh the it's the best versus movie that came out last year. <laughs> you know what? I'm I agree. I, <laughs> I agree. Uh, what uh, my number seven is super fun. We've talked about it on uh, uh last year on an episode of Geekmore. Uh and it is Army of the Dead. Uh I mm-hmm. really fucking enjoyed really that movie. Uh, I had a zombie tiger, guys. That's all I got to fucking... I mean, mm-hmm. you need more than that in a zombie movie. I don't know what the fuck you're looking for in life, yeah. man. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, yeah, it was so much fun. I, I, so good. And I, the only thing that killed it for me was... Uh, not killed it. That, I guess, took me out of it was the fact that I had seen that episode from uh, Rick and Morty of the heist. Where yes, they spent, yeah. like, you son of a bitch, I'm you in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> the entire... Fucking first twenty five minutes of, yeah. of Army of the Dead is you son of a bitch. I'm in, and I'm like the yeah. whole time I was like, this is you son of a bitch. I'm in, like this is the whole time. So it didn't kill it for me, but it definitely took me out of it to acknowledge, holy shit, they're doing the son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact and that it, they made a fucking sequel or I guess prequel rather to prequel. it with Army of yeah. Thieves, which was yeah. also a really good time. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I started watching it, and then life got in the way. Kids, stupid Mm. fucking kids. And then so I haven't seen it yet. But army, but army of the dead. Yeah, but you're right. Army of the dead is so much fun, dude. I had a lot of fucking fun with it. It was great. The king and queen zombie and all that shit. It was. I thought it was fucking well done. Well done. The way they contained it. 
the way they contained it so that it's not the entire planet, the entire country, it's only one city. Yeah. And the fact that they chose, the fact that it all started over a blowjob is the most relatable, believable thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Spoilers! <laughs> any, no, any zombie movie, and any fucking post-apocalyptic, and any horror movie, if you like, it all started because some guy was trying to get a blowjob. You're like, oh, it, I get it. It tracks. I believe everything because anything yeah. is possible at that point. The fact that mm -hmm. anything happens, yeah, anything. Yeah. You turn to your, you turn to your girl, and you're like, see, that's what happens when you drag your teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Roadhead that that was like the yeah. yeah. It was Roadhead. And I was like, I've yeah, only it's been totally in believable. One big in my like car accident in my life and it was the same trip that i got my first blowjob while driving <laughs> i wonder if those two not, are related not related listen not related we hit a patch of black ice like a, like a half hour later was, but it was, was that the her same name? trip. Yeah, sure is that what you call it the... is, that, is that her name black ice black ice <laughs> is that the prostitute you had in the car's name hey black ice come here <laughs> Uh, right, Molly, uh, if you're listening, that's your new stripper name. That's hilarious. Black Number you seven. <laughs> you got, I love the fact you said her name. It's hilarious. She's Number seven. <laughs> Eternals. Ah, but we're going to fucking... This, this will be the commercial. We're going to yeah, We're going to yeah. cut, <laughs> cut this and then fucking post this on Instagram. And be like, if you're oh, listening. Talk to her like uh, a decade. Number seven, <laughs> Number seven is uh, Eternals, Mitchells versus the Machines, and Army of the Dead. All right. Number six. What do you got? Free Number guy. Six? Free Guy was such a good movie, such a Free fucking fun movie. Guy that was a was fun movie. A lot of honorable fun. mention, and uh, it was one of those that hit that came out of nowhere for me. I was like, "Ah, Ryan Reynolds, I'll go watch." And and he he is the king of marketing his own identity. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is like, uh, uh, he is. Watch got me be right. Watch me be myself with guns. Watch me be myself. With special mm -hmm. effects, watch me be mm -hmm. myself in with a romantic comedy. Like it's always like himself. He's like it's in okay. on the joke of himself, yeah. but also in Free Guy, it's a little bit different in the sense of that he that he's still him being this NPC character. And if you if you've played any online game like uh, Grand Theft Auto or like any mm -hmm. MMO or anything like that, you understand that you you are ter like. Even going all the way back to like Zelda, when you just walk into people's houses and start destroying everything inside to get the rupees in there, like it's mm -hmm. it's it's it was like an interesting movie, and I don't know if it's been done before, but there's like that idea of the the movie told from the NPC's point of view, like mm -hmm. the the from not the hero but from the 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 side like the like we're talking about with Glee, like the right. secondary characters. This is that movie, and it was it was Taika Waititi is hilarious as the mm -hmm. game developer guy. I'm sure there's a lot of inside baseball game development stuff. Like crunch is a thing that game developers go through at the end of their release, like up to their release of their game where the programmers are forced to work like third, like 60, 80, hundred hour weeks, like just cranking out, t you know, programming and it causes the game to suck a little bit. And then the monetization of everything is also part of it. Mm -hmm. And, and it was just like a kind of like a, a nice Steve from uh, Stranger Things is in it. Mm -hmm. The girl is a is the is Rock great. is in it. The Rock is in it. Yeah, he's in he's everything. One the, he's one of the guys that that robs a bank. He did a cameo. Oh wait, I, no shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. Because they all got masks on. So yeah, you they all got masks on. Oh, yeah, cool. and then Chris Evans is in it. Chris Evans at the end. Going, what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? Because <laughs> he references the. Because he. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it was just like really well done, and it kind of fun. you know like uh, it was an interesting concept, and and yeah, again, and a lot of fun. Might I add, 
that as I'm watching it, I'm going, man, these special effects are fucking amazing. Yeah, like really I, good. I audibly commented during watching. I'm like, these special effects are fucking amazing, and it got nominated for best fucking special effects. And I was like, yep, nice. that makes sense. That all tracks. I was it, like, this, it this. felt better than Ready Player One to me because it oh, was like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Ready. It's a similar idea of like being in the yeah. world, but also yeah. like they similar, did it. You know why it looked better because the characters weren't. Yeah, they were real. Were, they were, they were real. It was, as opposed yeah. to a CGI character in a CGI world, this was a, a human, a real person in like, a CGI world. It wasn't. That's right. why it I think Ready Player One fucked up because it looked. This shit. Looked yeah, they fucking, they yeah, like yeah. digitized them and it was all CGI, like Avatar yeah. style, and yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's it. But that they would. Exactly. But like when they would show um, the free guy like world when it was actually in the real world, because sometimes you would see it like on a screen. Then it would look like a video game, but when they like were actually game. in the world, so it well looked done. like the real world. Yeah, so yeah. well done. And they they held off the release of this movie for over a year because it was supposed to come mm -hmm. out in 2020, and right. they held out even when everybody was like straight to video or double release. They were like, nope, they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, so uh, Stein, what do you got for number six? Number six, the Suicide Squad. Table. Table. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Like, you don't get to, like, we'll, we'll talk about it, but that means that you put other stuff higher on the list. I'm curious yeah. as to, like, your personal. I like the fact that he's like, you're, you're literally explaining, like, so you're saying better, right? Other things are, you like no, other but things like, more? What yeah. could possibly yeah. have been better than what I think is good? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'll find out. I know. I'm curious. <laughs> My number six is Mitchell's versus the machines. So we can talk about is. it now. It's, fine. Yeah. it's so fucking good. It was mm -hmm. so good. It was this is the second animated list, uh, animated movie on my list, not the last. Uh, and it was so fucking good. It was fun, it was creative. Uh, the music was great. Uh, the music they chose was 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 really good. Uh, I just had a lot, and it pulls at the father daughter heartstrings, man. And you just so oh, good. I, it was so good. And the mom too. Uh, Maya Rudolph as the mom, like yes. at the very end, going just full on uh, beast mode. <laughs> She's like, "Don't mess with mom." And she went. I I cried yeah. watching because it was like, "Oh yeah." Talking about the character development, the relationships. Um. The protagonist, the main protagonist, the girl, it was so like so relatable and such a like a, a well-rounded character. Like uh, everyone had three dimensions. Um, even the little brother and like even the dog, like the whole the whole thing was just amazing. Yeah, the animation I agree. style as well. Like the animation kind of... style was a lot of the animation style was a lot of fun. I cried uh mm -hmm. when uh she seen that tape, that old tape of him taking the bear from the house that yeah. he built and oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like it was so fucking good, man. And uh those videos, those old videos of them like singing along mm -hmm. and she no longer wants to hang out with him. And I'm like, ah, oh. mm -hmm. and having now two daughters, I'm like, that's gonna be me. It's gonna be like, <laughs> like I don't want to fucking hang out with you, old man. Uh yeah, it, it was it was brutal, man. But I I I remember watching that movie going like, this is going to be in my top 10 easy. Like, it's really, it was really, again, it was really high up there because it came out early last year. It came out early last year, but I, I really fucking uh, enjoyed it. I, I rarely, I like, do this, but I did actually, like, go on Twitter and, like, added the uh, the writer, and I was like, fucking kudos. This movie was amazing. Um, didn't get a reply, but all the same. Like, I hope that my screaming into the void 
of just like compliments reach his ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Um, also, I, I would love to ask the writer, like, is everything okay with your dad? Um, <laughs> because there's clearly some shit you're trying to work out. There's clearly some <laughs> shit you're trying to work out or your daughter, whichever one you have. But there's clearly mm -hmm. some shit you're trying to work out. And I would like to reach out to you and hug you and say, hey, it's going to be OK. That was like that movie uh, on Onward where the guy it's like yeah love the real onward. story oh is God. super yes. depressing you know and yeah. then the, the yeah but the movie in the cartoon was super depressing yeah it was <laughs> it was, it was, it was they didn't really fluff it up much better it was like my dad died i never got to hear i never got to meet him and i have this recording that i play with four words oh yeah oh, so, mm -hmm. so crushing yeah brutal mm -hmm. uh all right so number six was free guy the suicide squad and mitchell's versus the machines so number five mike Num my number five is um, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten. Ah, there it is. Very good. Don't you mean, no. don't you mean Sha uh, Sean? Sean? Yeah. <laughs> Sean? You changed Sean? your name from Shang to Sean? Uh, my favorite part about the, the promotion for this movie was literally when everyone was like, say fucking Shang-Chi right. You know, like. Yeah. That was that was very funny. <laughs> but yeah. So, no, it's no table. Okay. I love this movie, man. I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it redeemed the uh, Mandarin, the you know Winwood yes. character. I yeah. I loved the. Um... <clears throat> oh, there's a dog now. There's lady. Oh, there's lady. a dog. Nary has lady. a dog. Beauty. Uh, did you hear me, lady? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I genuinely loved. It's one of my one of my heartbreaks. The biggest heartbreaks was Iron Fist. On Netflix, oh, being yeah, as it bad was, as it was, it's it just was been so fucking bad. And Finn uh, Jones, that guy, just oh, he got so miscast in it, and and it was like a big mess. They never, they didn't have time to rehearse or choreograph. And when they, they, and I was just so bummed at, at how it turned out. And mm -hmm. the second season, honestly, is a little bit better, but even then, it was just not like not right. worth it. This right. I I was dying for a kung fu martial arts movie yeah. in the MCU because they do had they had the tools. And yes. when this came out <laughs> and and Simu Liu was was like so perfectly perfectly cast. cast. Uh so charismatic and, and like I've never known him his acting his work in like anything else. I know he was in like Kim's Convenience and that's That was like the big it. one that they mentioned, yeah. Yeah, I have never even seen or heard of him and also that gives me hope for my own career as an <laughs> a basically unknown actor, you know? Well, like I've done stuff but like maybe I could be in the MCU one day, you know? Like Well, he tweeted that shit out. Liu. Yeah, he literally tweeted yeah, that out. Yeah, he fucking worked real hard to do it, like producing independent, like kung fu shit. Just him and his friends, and like shooting it well, choreographing it well, putting it up onto YouTube, and then tweeting at them. He's like, "Hey, are we gonna talk about this Marvel about Shang Chi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that Shang Chi." Well, also the fact I'm, I, I'm looking to tweet at Marvel and be like, "Hey, are we gonna do like a Brown Puma? Because I could be Brown Puma, man. I could fucking do that shit." <laughs> 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 or what because we don't have a lot of fucking latino marvel characters oh yeah maybe we should fucking work on that marvel yeah. um uh yeah. well they're i mean they're about to get one in dr strange too but also the so in shang chi the the story of the the 10 rings being mm -hmm. changed from the comic book i thought was mm -hmm. interesting and and they just kind of like i'm glad they didn't do the like they treated it like a genuine like Hong Kong kung fu action movie 
where yeah. it, it was like unflinchingly martial arts. You know, like they did all of the big spectacle. They did the wire work. They did all of the fighting. The choreography was respectful. And also, like, it's based in Chinese tradition, and they didn't do a lot of the, let's face it, the, the 70s comic book characters that were Asian definitely had a lot of, um, we'll just say, uh, racist undertones. You know, like very Yeah, a lot of Fu Manchu yeah, flying around. Was- that was actually his name in the comics. There was a guy. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a Fu name Manchu. Was, his actual name was Fu Manchu. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's. Uh, I mean, like, whoever's writing this in the 70s goes, like, is this racist? No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's They're going. like, nailed mm-hmm. it. You know, <laughs> like, we got it. Exactly. Ching Chong Bing Bong Sing Song. And they, they, they did it great and i and i did love the the setup that they gave at at the you know like again because mm-hmm. it has to be in the marvel universe they have there's certain rules that they have to follow i love that they brought back trevor slattery and they kind of mm-hmm. gave him mm-hmm. his due Attention. yeah I, I i love that they re-released the um all hail the king yes which is the one shot of him in jail sure and they, yeah like that that explains a little bit more and I just, I just, I'm happy with the way that it turned out and how like great the martial arts. I remember watching that mm-hmm. the, in the theater. Going, I mean, we talked about it on an episode of Kickflix, Mike yeah. and I. So mm-hmm. we, 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 we love we martial arts movies so much. We have a separate yeah. podcast called <laughs> Kickflix, where you yeah. can we also, go and we review uh, martial arts movies. Also, Michelle Yeoh is now the only actor in the MCU to play two separate characters because she had a small part in Guardians of the Galaxy volume two at the very end as one of the yeah. like um ravager captains and yeah. uh, now well, he, I mean, you know i mean that's a cameo Chris Evans was uh human torch still and, still and, she's 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 had but that's not mcu if you're talking those about are all she's variants the, they've introduced that they are all variants we're gonna get back to it, but not only that but kevin feige did produce that movie so i mean Okay, okay, okay. That's my that's my number five. <laughs> Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, all right, Stein. What do you got for number five? Well, you mentioned it earlier. It's uh, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from mm. your first cigarette to your last dying day. It's West Side Story. So good. Um, I believe God. it's pronounced West Side Story. West Side. West Side Story. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I haven't seen a new one. Oh, it's so no, we, well done. I haven't seen. I'm and sure like, it is. It's, it's Spielberg, yeah. but I just haven't. Seen, I just haven't had time. It came out in theaters, and I haven't had time. I've been working for sure. So, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm in SAG, so I got the screener for, it, and that's mm. the only reason I got to see it. Um, but wow, just so beautifully done, incredibly well acted, perfectly cast. Like, there's really, it's so meticulously well made. You know, you watch it, and you're like, yes, Steven Spielberg knows what the fuck he's doing. You know, like sometimes, like I, this guy's yeah. going somewhere. He's this guy's, this guy's going, going somewhere. This guy's going places. Keep an eye on Keep that an guy. Eye on this one. Yeah. Was yeah. uh, I I was Ansel Elgort good? Yeah, he was great. Every every single person in that movie crushes it. Absolutely. Brian Darcy James is uh, Officer Krupke. Um, amazing. Uh. The, the fight scene, like, where they, they kill each other, um, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, the Jeff says jets- the best part w- was when all of the Jets' bicycles started flying when they were running from the cops. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then the alien showed up. Hold on. I'm going to bring up a deep cut uh, Wubro thing. Is your wife still afraid of E.T.? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. she's afraid of it. Not as bad as Dave's wife, Stephanie Uyoa, is, like, terrified. Where my wife is like, oh, that looks gross. Get out. Get off. I don't want to see it. And they have uh, phobias of ET. And, and Jeff's and Dave's wife. Dave's wife is like, get out. and she like literally has a physical reaction to it. It's of ET. Bumpy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> the bumpy. lovable alien ET, potential so Jedi ET. That's a separate thing. That's true. This is true. So yeah, number five, West Side Story. Did did you, you... How did you feel? I, because I'm a huge fan, and uh, again, and unapologetically. Not only is she super talented, but I'm, I'm a huge fan because of the fact that also on top of uh, that, she's Hispanic of, of Rita Moreno. How mm-hmm. did you like the change in story with the shopkeeper where she's the widow of? Yeah, they they gave her her due and she's well deserved. You know, she's a fucking legend. And she was also like the heart of the neighborhood that's looking at these two rival gangs being like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? You shouldn't be fighting. We all, all right. live together like we're all human. You cut me, you cut yourself. We both bleed red blood. You know, that type of a right. character. Because uh, Ansel Elgort's uh, character, Tony, he's living in her, like in the basement of the convenience store that she owns. So right. you've got like the white kid and the widowed uh, Hispanic like grandmother. And they're, you know, they're friends, you know, um, really, really good. Yeah, she I saw the it. behind the scenes of it. And they talked about like, oh, the hiring process when when Spielberg calls, and she said that her agent was like, hey, Steven Spielberg wants to talk to you. Is it alright if I give him your number? She was like, what? What? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong? Again? Why, you Why are you talking to me? I should be talking to Spielberg right now. Uh, yeah, and Hollywood. Spielberg... A Hollywood legend would like to contact you. Is it okay if we give him your like, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. number? Yeah. Yeah. The owner of movies. He wants to talk to you. Yeah. yeah, he's the owner so of movies. They, she said that when she when Spielberg called her, she like she had, literally had no idea why he would be calling her. She's like, I don't fucking mm-hmm. know. He could be and making then Jaws she, eight with an iPhone. Yeah, sure, fine, yeah, whatever. Um, so then she said that she he offered her the the role, like, oh, we you know we're we're re- doing West Side Story, whatever, blah blah. And then she goes, look, I love you and I appreciate you and you're, you're great, but I don't do cameos. And she said that to fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah, and I'm just like, my admiration for this woman, I did not think it could be fucking any higher, but my admiration for the, you know what I mean? To fucking tell, style, man. To, Fuck yeah. to tell Steven fucking Spielberg, like, I thank you, but I don't do cameos. And Spielberg was like, no, 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 no. We've written an entire new part just for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, did I not mention that? And she was like, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, no, you like, like the balls on Rita Moreno to be like, I don't do cameos. Like, to Steven Spielberg? You said that shit to Steven fucking Spielberg? Where I was like, wow. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm looking forward to watching it. I just uh, still haven't seen it yet. Uh, my number five <sighs> is where it gets tough, guys. Is where it gets tough. But my number five is Pixar's Luca. Idiot. Uh, it's it was so fucking dope. Uh, it explored a lot of uh, relationships with kids and, you know, that type of shit. That I had a lot of fun with this movie. There was a moment there where I thought, watching the movie, and I talked about this on an episode of Ubro, previous episode, is I thought the kids, it was like a, an exploration of gay 
of gay feelings mm. or like trying to, and it turns out it, it turns out it wasn't it turns out it wasn't uh either way i was cool with it either way but i was like i was i wonder if this is what they mean by this and it turned out it wasn't but either way it was a lot of fun um it's kind of weird that this movie got overshadowed because of Lin Manuel Miranda's songwriting skills. Uh, because this movie was the it movie for months. Nobody could stop talking about Luca. And then Encanto came out and they're like, Have you heard this song? And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. <laughs> I, I remember it going from Silencio Bruno to yeah, We Don't like, Talk About Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Bruno. Oh, yeah there's two Brunos. That's right. I didn't even think about it's that. It's a tale of two Brunos. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't see this movie. I heard it was great. I'd heard that okay. it's about like the that someone, people were taking it as an like a, 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 a gay discovery right. you know, right. allegory. It, it, but right. but you know whatever's intended is the audience art. It, man. it audience could art. be like I think I think in the beginning of the movie more so, but then later on I think it reveals itself to be mm-hmm. more of a my dad left me and I'm trying to latch on to any kind of relationship right. because I have abandonment issues and it's like do, ah. Do you find because this has come up a couple times in your listenary? You are the only father of the two of the three of us. Do you feel that like that influence that we know of? That mm-hmm. you feel influences your movie watching, like you watch it in a different way than we would watch it. Well, it definitely, I definitely rewatch movies from my past differently mm-hmm. now as a parent. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, it would be impossible for me to know how I would watch this movie now without had kids because I don't know what it's like yeah. to not have kids anymore. But I could tell you that there are movies, animated or non-animated, that hit differently now even mm. though they may have i can't even i haven't seen october sky since i became a father and i cannot imagine I love that movie how i would i love that movie prior right. to me being a father i cannot i only but i will tell you like movies like tarzan like disney's tarzan the animated movie tarzan mm-hmm. i remember watching that movie and it was one of my favorite disney movies growing up and i remember watching it when my first was when my first daughter was born watching it and it was like the tears like it was uh, effortless, like the tears just being yeah. down. I'm like, what the fuck is happening to my? Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't like an, it wasn't like it wasn't like I felt something and then tears. It was like the tears was like, oh no, you don't even know it's hitting you yet, but it's yeah. about to hit you. And I'm like, oh no, it's hitting me. It's like three, um, two. But I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really uh, love the, the animation style because it was a departure from like Pixar's normal animation style. Yeah, it had yeah. almost like a mixture of like Ardman. Which said like Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and that sort of Correct. like playmate. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. The man. eyes, yeah, and just sort of like the the way that the characters are shaped, plus it, like some tones of like Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli with like just the beautiful blue sky landscapes. I don't know if you ever saw like um, Porco Rosso, which is about the like ace fighter pilot but he's mm-hmm. a pig man and he's like in Italy, <laughs> so it just sort of like reminded me of a that. lot of like. A lot of like the um, it has like a lot Cuneo of like also with like the has a lot of, yeah it has stuff. a lot of like tip your hat to all these Italian movies even like the posters mm-hmm. in the background and like the, they go to see it's a whole thing, but I, I love this movie a lot man it, it was it was a lot of fun I really do feel like kind of this I don't want to say anger but this kind of like frustration where I was like the movie Encanto I don't know if anybody's on it's on their list I like the movie and it was good but the music is really what makes that movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you take the if you take if you strip away those amazing songs by Lin Manuel Miranda, Luca is an out outright better movie, and mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. I just like 
have you seen fucking Encanto? This song is amazing. And I'm like, but <laughs> I don't like Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm tired of pretending I do. But oh, no, I love Encanto him. was was all right. But like I like. I mean, he's an awful actor, but I do think he's a great songwriter. Interesting. Uh, mm. But he wasn't in Encanto, so that's why reason I could. Uh, he's a great songwriter. I mean, there's a movie where he voices like a monkey, and he did all of the music. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the Cuban one. I was good. I like that. One. I like that one too. I, I never what watched. I mean, actor, I mean like, Mary Poppins. That's what I mean by actor. He's not good at Mary Poppins. That's really out of character. Um, yeah, I mean, he's having a moment, and you know, like, good for him. He's worked his ass off, and I'd like really dig like everything that he's doing just for the world in general because yeah. he's a good person. But yeah, like that that one with the with the where he was the monkey. Um, I was visiting my my family back in Colorado and my niece had it on in the background. I wanted to blow my fucking brains out because one of the songs and it was so annoying. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't remember oh, what it was. No. I was just like, I was like, turn it off. Yeah. That's how I felt watching In the Heights. In the Heights mm. was unbearable, that movie. And then I, except for the song, the the Cuban lady sings, the, the Paciencia y Fe. And that like genuinely hit me a lot harder than I thought it would because I connected to the, mm. like, it was a, like, I remember reminded me of my grandma, you know, and, and like my family. But other than that, because it was like a straight up traditional, like Latin ballad, not, Hey, I'm rap talking. I'm like three eleven, mm. but Puerto Rican, you know, like that, right. that kind of, that kind of shit where I do not like <laughs> Lin-Manuel's writing style. Like, I like the fact that he's Mike in a mocking tone and goes, Hey, look at this, something I like. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh, and you're like, look at this, I'm dog, I'm rapping. I'm like, yeah, I like rap. I like I'm rap. That's fully cool. convinced. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda sounds like the two dudes from 311 if they were one guy. I don't even know. I, I didn't even know 311 yeah, right? was two guys. Right, Stein? I didn't even know. Like I don't know what that means, but it yeah. makes sense, you know. You, yeah. you know what it means. Everyone who hears me say that knows exactly what it means. I've you, never yeah, heard three eleven. Explain right. it, but understand you know, it. Go listen to three eleven, and mm -hmm. and tell me that it's not like if you merged them together into one person in like a test tube. They cloned mm -hmm. them into get out with Pop Lin Manuel Miranda, all that shit. Whatever. I'm sorry. Mm. Continue, go on. Continue, that's my own. Uh, my Jeff Pop says Ron's gone wrong. I don't know that one. Ron's got. Oh uh, yeah, that was the one where uh, every kid has their like own little robot. It looks like kind of like an egg. And one kid, he doesn't have. Uh, his family doesn't have money, you know. So he d gets like the deficient one that the dad got. It was like a floor model that was broken. But the the flaw in the robot is what makes it special and unique, and actually like shines a bigger light on. Sort of like what's wrong with kids and their devices. Uh, it was actually pretty good. I like Ron Go Ron's Gone Wrong, but I don't know if I would say that it was greater than Luca. Um, it's just he's so thematically different. So thematically different. Both good movies, though. Hilda says that uh, uh, Paciencia y Fed uh, had her hardcore, hardcore ugly crying, uh, that she had so many feels. Uh, so did Mike. I did. I genuinely was like, what is I had your expression. I was like, I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, me, I'm not really connected to my like Cuban roots, like genuinely as much as some other people claim to be. So I'm just like watching it. I'm just like, <laughs> it's getting <laughs> harder to inhale. <laughs> Boy, the air's salty, huh? Woo, why is there so much <laughs> dust in the <sighs> you know? It was like it genuinely like by the end of the song, because it's also the song where she dies, for spoiler alert, and that's mm. she's like the heart and soul of the you know, whatever of the neighborhood. 
but yeah it was genuinely like the only song that i liked and she was fucking great in it the song in the pool was good too again i don't know that I, i'm not a huge fan of that play or the movie it was fine i thought it was fine but to me it's like i saw it the downfall for me of in the heights is that i saw it after i saw hamilton so i'm just like mm. it's not <laughs> it's not mm. hamilton yeah. so i'm just like oh this was like okay and i could see where this he wrote this first and then hamilton that makes sense to me as a writer you go oh you got better with hamilton but now that i'm seeing it after hamilton i'm like oh it's not as good right it's not mm -hmm. it's just not as yeah. good um that's my that's my opinion uh let's see Whoa. and she we're on says, number four now and now and i'm only half cuban but it hit me completely yeah. ah, it's I'm an immigrant good. story it's just a wonderful yeah. presentation of the immigrant story is my takeaway yeah. Um, all right, number four, Mike. What do you got for number four, man? Zack Snyder's Justice League table. Yeah, oh, shit. even I higher up on be. the list. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, uh, all right, what do you got for number four? Here, number four, Dennis Villanova's Dune. Honorable you mention, but I love that movie. Still have not seen it, man. Still have not oh seen it. Oh my god. What a triumph, um, you know, and like the David Lynch one back in the day, it has a special place in my heart. It's so campy. Um, the soundtrack by Toto is like, I love that fucking soundtrack. It's so corny, the cheese. Um, but wow, uh, a, a visual spectacle, a masterpiece like of production design. Uh, and the fact that they are doing it over the course of two movies, giving it room to breathe, and really exploring like the lore of Dune <clears throat> is giving is showing respect to the the source material. I know that there's a lot of stuff that's gotten left out of it, like for the fucking Dune heads out there. Relax, <laughs> stop <laughs> bitching about it. It's fucking good. Uh, Tim Timothee Chalamet, and it is pronounced Timothee. I know it sounds pretentious as hell to say his name correctly, but that's actually is how that it's pronounced. really how it's pronounced? Timothee it is. It's pronounced Timothy. Timothy, 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 Timothy. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's one of those things where you read it. Timothy, Timothy. Timothy. Is that what you're saying? It is spelled that way, which is why he okay. doesn't correct people. But it's I guess it's, it's like Timothy. Like, I've yeah. heard that. But... Uh, for like the guy, the guy. First of all, beautiful as hell. Like a stunning man to look at. I will say it. Um, very sharp angular cheekbones so sharp angular svelte you know androgynous looking guy but seems like a really cool fucking dude on top of being an incredibly talented actor so I got like nothing bad to say about it. I got like a couple of friends that uh, studied with him here in New York and just seems like a real like down to earth cool fucking guy so mm. all the best and the success to him um, Oscar Isaac fucking Jason Momoa uh, the whole the whole cast uh, Zendaya, you know, she's everywhere and having her moment. But yeah, get on it. Feel, it's really good. But it did definitely I, feel I'm like the first here. part, like an like they they I I watched it and I loved it, but it mm -hmm. absolutely was not a complete movie. It did no, not no, tell a complete definitely story. It was volume literally one. the first. It's the season premiere of a series of television. You know what I mean? Yeah. It w if they had named it Dune Volume One, I think people may have uh, lowered their expectations wow. because when it did end, it did feel like a little abrupt. Um, you know, but fine. It's Listen, it, I just there's watched, more I story just, to be told. I was able to watch uh, Sopranos for the first time, so so you know, abrupt ending. <laughs> I'm all yeah. for it, man. I yeah, know yeah, all about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. 
It didn't just go to black black at the very end. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? What the fuck? Uh, Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, dude. I'm looking forward to watching it. I I own it. I just haven't seen it yet. Just haven't seen it yet. Uh, The score by Hans Zimmer is the most Hans Zimmer fucking shit in the world. It's so it's like he's my favorite. A lot of bombs. Yeah. All right. My number four is The King's Man. Ooh. There it is. Yes. The King's Man. Did you did you know what it was going into it? Yes, okay. absolutely. So I knew that it was a prequel going into it. However, my expectations were really lowered because if you're a fan of the original movie for the first of the franchise itself, mm-hmm. The Kingsman, uh, M-E-N, uh, it is super out there, super like, I, I mean, it, it's one of those things where mm-hmm. it's so exaggerated for the sake of yeah. being exaggerated. And that's part of the fun. Like it, yeah, it's yeah. mocking itself. Like it's a spy movie. In fact, the first one they're talking about those spy movies, all spy movies, mm-hmm. and it's always good as the villain and blah 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 and that stuff. There, and then the heads are blowing off with confetti and shit and well, fuck whatever. Yeah. Like show, Samuel L. Light Jackson show. with a lisp. Yeah, with the yeah. lisp, and all of those things. But here's the thing: the tech is super high tech, right? The fucking mm-hmm. spy tech is super high tech. An umbrella that you can see through that's bulletproof and all this shit there. And super high tech. So when they announced the prequel and when they showed the thing, I'm like, wait, the prequel's gonna be World War One. I'm like, you in my mind immediately lowered my expectations because I was like, you can't really do high tech. You're not really gonna be able to do high tech because it's fucking World War One and you can't, it's not gonna be the same. And I was right, it yeah. was not the same. And in fact, I would say this is better. I'm like, oh, because it felt like a quote unquote real movie as opposed to like, oh, we're just making this for fun movie. Where it felt like, like the mummy. Do you remember the mummy? It felt no, like this felt that good. to me. It felt good. No, um, the Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah, yeah. This was Oh, felt I good, thought you though. were talking this about the good. fucking okay, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This felt good. Um uh Brendan Fraser movie sucked. That Brendan Fraser fucking mummy was god awful, and I'm tired of pretending. All right, guys, I'm signing off. Good night. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mary's alone on that island. Oh, sure, sure. He says he doesn't like Limon Juan Miranda. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. (laughs) He fuck it's totally okay to fucking trash a a national hero. That's fine. I talk shit about a 45-year-old movie. Oh no. You're gonna tell me that Brendan Fraser isn't a fucking national hero? Yeah, come on, man. He's a treasure. All right. Let's let me retract the controversial part, and I will say that I enjoyed the. I, um, his, I'm a big fan of historical fiction or like altered mm-hmm. history, where or, yeah. or like there's a show on Apple TV Plus called For All Mankind, and it's about the Russians beating us to the moon, mm-hmm. and it is altered like this this kind of like yeah, yeah. Um, historical fiction, and it and it changes yeah. a little bit. Like this Man movie type shit. Man in the High Castle all stuff. This one, yeah. it doesn't really change anything, but it tells like the under t- story, the yeah. the the un- behind the scenes version of what's going on. If you know like the stories leading up to World War One, I, mm. I was again, I didn't know what to expect it. I was watching this, and I'm like, oh, that really did happen. Yeah, there really mm-hmm. was an assassination attempt. On- oh no, that really did, and there, that was foiled. Shout out to Hardcore History, uh, who taught me all of these things. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is really, <laughs> this is really good. I enjoyed the fuck out of Kingsman. It pushed a couple movies out of my list. I was like, yeah. I'm sorry. Bye. I, I, mm-hmm. And I watched it like a month ago. I want to say January that I watched The Kingsman. And I was like, this is so fucking good. 
And I would say this as a huge fan of not just superhero movies, not just DC movies, but specifically Wonder Woman, the movie Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This movie has a no man's land scene that Mm -hmm. rivals as I'm watching. And I'm like, is this a better no man's land scene than Wonder Woman? And I don't I haven't answered that question. I don't think it is. Ultimately, I don't think it is. But. Still, the fact that that's even a question is that's that's to me very impressive. That that's even a question because it's so fucking good. I wonder how I could say this if I don't want to spoil anything, but the drama of the scene with the sun in the no man's land, yeah, was just like very heavy, and it meant something after you watch it. Like like for it being like this campy action movie. That I've only seen half of it, so don't spoil too much, okay? I don't want to, but that alone was like worth the it being on my list. The fact that I'm watching this movie with this bullshit secret organization, and it's all kind of this heightened, you know, exaggerated history. And in that moment, it's like, oh shit, you know, like like you feel it. I was genuinely like that's what put it on my list where I'm like, oh, this was supposed to be dumb and fun and now it's actually like good and i'm committed yes yeah. that's yeah. the scene that did it to me too where i was yeah. like oh this is fun this is a fun movie because i know the franchise and then it got to that part of the movie and i'm like shut the fuck up this is a real, wait, 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 this is yeah. a real movie man i was like, watching so fucking in so good so i was watching it with you good. and we both sat forward and we were like yes yes huh. we were like okay huh. 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 I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm, I'm watching the movie. Huh? I'm watching the movie. It's, and it, it also and made it, me realize how really- little I actually know about World War One because <laughs> I had no fucking clue that yeah. those three guys were related to each other. That King oh, George yeah. Yeah. and the like, the, the Kaiser and that the whole Tsar thing. The, Ka- the, the, I had no the, fucking clue. The assassination attempt. That whole thing. The the, the mm-hmm. reason why World War One kicked off. That was a real thing. The fact that they, yeah. the, the first assassination attempt was spoiled. Arch- the coffee shop that turned. That they turned into a coffee shop. That actually fucking happened. That was real. Resputin cool. was a real fucking person that, who yeah. was apparently fucking d- killed fourteen different ways before they finally found him frozen in the mm-hmm. fucking river. Like it's a like if you know these things, I'm like, this is so great. How they made this into it. This is supposed to be an, a dumb action movie. Like how the fuck is this? It, it was so way good, smarter. Man. It was way smart because the Kingsman Golden Circle, the one with uh, Channing Tatum, yeah. and yeah. was Pedro not Pascal. Good. Was not good, and I this I don't know if it was not it. good. It just was fun. like it was just a fall from part one. It was like it, it, it was it, it was fine. yeah. It was it's fine. the it was fine. Le- the lesser of all of them. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was fine. Sure, sure, That's sure. how I like to say these movies. Like yeah. there was good, and then there's fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like about uh the only thing I didn't like about um this the new and the king's man is when that wormhole opened up and they had those spaceships. I was like, oh, get the fuck get out of here! Look at words. And then the fucking giant came out of the earth. And they gave a gorilla an axe. Uh, Bullshit. Bullshit. Taron Edgerton flew into the sun. (laughs) All right, so number... Oh, wait, King's Man. All right, so number fours were Zack Snyder's Justice League, Dune, and The King's Man. All right, let's see here. Uh, We're getting down to the nitty-gritty, guys. Yeah. Mike, number three. Number three, the Suicide Squad. That is also my number three. We all have it on our lists. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of needle drops, this one did it right. James Gunn is the king of the needle drop. It used to be uh, Martin Scorsese. Then it was Quentin Tarantino. And now it's James Gunn. 
because the, it was like Full this three. movie for what it had to do. What do you mean the needle drop? Are you talking about the actual sound effect of the needle? Like, so, I, I don't know what you mean. Needle drop is a term when they use um, music in the in the score of the movie that is mm -hmm. supposed to that is that it's a popular it's not written for the movie it's like the song plays and it adds environmental thing and okay. it's, and oh. it's are you talking so about, what I was talking about earlier what i was talking about earlier with that with the other movie there's actually has a name for that i didn't know that. yeah it's called it's called uh, didactic when it's a, yeah. like a part of the actual scene like somebody puts on a song on a jukebox in mm. like a bar or something so that the right. music is actually in the ah, right, and right, not okay. just a background music as a score, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called it's called didacticism or some shit. Yeah. That's I'm right. Re Where remembering music... back to film class in fucking college, right? <laughs> Where the the music is in the reality of the scene. Yes, right. and it's um, right, right. The the um, oh, where am I saying? Because I, I want to find the like actual definition. Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Maybe I say maybe I'm saying the wrong thing. Um, didactic definition i think this is what uh, all right well no, i'm wrong <laughs> well i'll vamp when you guys talk uh when you guys look up uh i i enjoyed the fuck out of this movie i laughed so fucking hard uh mm -hmm. and if this is a sport I'm, I'm trying to not make any of these uh reviews spoilers but uh i laughed so hard the very beginning when fucking weasel went down like a ton of bricks yeah i could yeah. not <laughs> Stop laughing. My, I was like, is he drowning? Is he, can he? And then they were like, did anybody check if Weezer can, can swim? And I was like, that's fuck. I just hilarious. cackled, cackled yeah. laughing so hard. It was mm -hmm. so fucking good. And then from that moment on, I was like, you know, it's so because last a couple of years ago, James Gunn gets in trouble and gets fired by Marvel. And I tweeted this out. There's a fucking mm -hmm. tweet of me saying every DC fanboy is now saying, Come on down, James Gunn. Right? Like, I'm yeah, like, right. I tweeted this out. Come on down, James Gunn. And then, like, a month or two later, they announced that he's been hired for the Suicide Squad. I'm like, I fucking called it. I fucking called mm -hmm. it. And then yeah. I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking to myself, it's so fucking perfect. Like, that scene where the weasel dies, I'm just like, this is Though this is the reason why we, we meaning fucking DC fans, this is the reason they hired James Gunn. Like, this is like yeah. the, the, this is what mm -hmm. we needed from that James whole, Gunn and the Suicide Squad. So good. That whole opening scene is so insanely good in in many ways because yeah. it, it it's a fantastic, you know, introduction like of to a movie. It's it's well incredibly well done, and it also serves the function of getting everyone to forget that last fucking movie we're going to be doing something else entirely different and you're talking about academy award winning suicide squad i mean it is uh <laughs> well because so they both did so here's the thing uh so to clarify a needle drop is when music that wasn't recorded for a movie is added into a movie be it diegetic you were close diegetic uh, that's the diegetic word. heard by the characters or non-diegetic not heard by the characters so like right. when when uh um you know like the girl when harley Pulp quinn has her like fucking her her fight moment with the javelin like that's not diegetic but it's right. fucking perfect but like yeah like when uma thurman's character in pulp fiction is dancing to that song in the in the she's that's that's not that's diegetic she can hear it she's exactly. it's physically in the movie yeah yeah the original suicide squad 
the was there's an air cut genuine air cut of the movie where uh it's edited a certain way when the trailer dropped that that everyone was like oh shit the trailer is amazing this movie is going to be so good warner brothers went back and had the tr- the movie trailer company that edited it edit the entire fucking movie that's why the whole first 45 minutes of that movie is flashbacks and character introduction with songs that don't really have anything to do with the characters it just says you know like uh super freak for harley quinn yeah but that's not the song is not about that it's just the words super freak are there and they were like Mm -hmm. that's enough in james gunn's world all of those songs mean something Mm -hmm. and if you're watching if you watched all of peacemaker Everything oh, so is so fucking well constructed that mm-hmm. you're this that you don't nothing nothing as even if you don't like like power metal you know glam I don't. metal I don't it, yeah you but still, it was so perfect it was yeah, so good yeah. like, you you're literally about to describe me like even yes. if you don't yeah I don't yeah and I still acknowledge it was fucking perfectly done you're like that's what that like, needed absolutely. that's yeah. what that needed you know and yeah. and it's true and that's the Suicide Squad the Suicide Squad had everything that it needed to erase or redeem itself from this, mm-hmm. you know, separate itself from the original thing, keep the parts that people liked and were good and add an, an incredible element of story of, you know, that James Gunn, you know, found family think, and fathers and shit. James and, Gunn, I think that James Gunn coming from the MCU mm. had the fucking, had the pull to be able to say like, stay the fuck out of my way. One of us get the mm-hmm. fuck the fuck out of my way and even though he was hired through controversial fucking situations you know whatever i think yeah. he still had enough pull where he was like i'm james gunn bitch did you not see I fucking Guardians of the galaxy a talking like, raccoon so and a true and a living tree into the biggest movie in the world let me yeah. do my shit you know? let me do what the fuck i do and i think they were like he has said james gunn has said that he was super happy and impressed and grateful for all the freedom that warner brothers gave him so yeah. apparently mm-hmm. his situation was not the same as every other director that has right. dealt with Warner Brothers. Like, because Patty well, Jenkins was like, wait, what? What the fuck did yeah. you say? Oh, God. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984 was fucking garbage wow. in my personal right. There were so many I really things. Like it, but, I mean, again, as a huge fan of Warner Brothers movies, I'm acknowledging, I still acknowledge all the other. Sh- like, Patty Jenkins has said that she had to fight multiple times, multiple days mm-hmm. to keep the fucking. Uh, no man's land scene in Wonder Woman in like in the movie they didn't want to even yeah, film the, that scene and she's like no no it's you don't so understand yeah. you like you don't understand this is the scene and like no no it's just gonna cost a lot of money and like no 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 this is the fucking scene like you yeah. need to have this in this scene in the movie she I mean you look back at that movie and anybody who tells you like they had to fight to keep that what no this is the whole fucking yeah it's ridiculous movie. it was so good um did you guys catch at the very end of the Suicide Squad the homage to uh the first Guardians where you've got uh Idris Elba petting the rat at the very end. Yes. yes. Oh, that's ex- yeah. That's Drax petting Rocket at the very end of uh, Guardians. Uh, like he does things that mirror in his movies. He's got like certain little like signatures that he puts in. Um, yeah. And I fucking love it. I love it. It was so good. And also like big ups to like stripping away the hypersexualization of Harley Quinn that they did in the first one. Yeah. Uh, the first one also fucking uh, produced by Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary oh, right. for fucking Donald Trump. I so, forgot. like, there's a whole lot of things about that first movie 
that really pissed me the fuck off. And James Gunn wow. came in and saved it, reskinned it. More than that, he gave it. A, he gave it a, a soul. He gave it a heart yeah. and soul. Wow. You know, yeah. and I forgot about beautiful. the Steve Mnuchin thing. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny because I, I, uh, as as much as I, um, I still thought the original Suicide Squad was fun. I, I did have problems with it. Um, none of which are the ones you guys are describing. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> like yeah. my, my problems with the with the original Suicide Squad, honestly, is the way they they made Joker a thirsty bitch. Like Joker yeah. would oh. never, ever, right. ever fucking run after Harley to get get her back. Ever. Mm-hmm. And you know that because in the first scene where you introduce Joker, you see him leaving Harvey to get leaving uh, Harley to get arrested by Batman. That's mm-hmm. what fucking the Joker would do. You know what he wouldn't do? Yeah. Get a fucking uh, a prison break in a fucking hot in, in a helicopter convoy to go get her. I'm like, what? That's yeah, the part boy. that bothered me. Like this other shit. Like, oh, hypersexualization. Like, yeah, what? I don't give. A-. Like, it didn't like none of that bothered me. I'm not saying it was right or it was done well. I'm just saying like none of it bought like mm-hmm. outwardly bothered gotcha. me. Gotcha. Yeah, no, well, absolutely. I'm a Birds of Prey <laughs> apologist. Like yeah. that movie yeah, was. Prey. I love Birds of Prey. I, I, was so that good. movie was. It was. It was fine. It was a good fucking time. I enjoyed it. That was really good. I I enjoyed the last half hour of that movie. Yes, that's mm, true. Okay. And before yeah. that, I was just like, "Why are we harping so much on this fucking breakfast sandwich?" I, even as a fat guy, I'm like, "Take it easy." Like, do we need to show this many slow motion shots for our breakfast sandwich? I get that we're making fun of it, but Jesus, I mean, yes. Easy. I as, bro, as you a, need to come to New York and get yourself a bacon, egg, and cheese. And you'll fucking yeah. understand. Oh, oh, really? Really? Because New York is the only place that has bacon, egg, and cheese fucking sandwiches? Like, the that way that we saying? do it up here? You fucking don't oh, know, nigga. Yeah, I'm from the land of Cuban bread, motherfucker. Like, I know about fucking Cuban breakfast oh, sandwiches. Dude, I know what's Cuban food is so good. Now I'm hungry. Now I am hungry. Uh, I want a breakfast well, sandwich so bad yeah, right I'm, now. I'm fat. I live in the hungry. Um, That's my superpower. Um, uh, but yeah, the Suicide <laughs> Squad was my number three. Okay. Uh, my uh, number three. Say, my number three was this. Yeah, uh, my number three, and this is like it was so hard. Um, this was like tied almost with my number two. Um, is don't look up. Ah, so good, so I, good. It's honorable mention, but I I couldn't mm-hmm. put it on my list. Ah uh, man, uh, Adam McKay is just getting better and better and better with every single thing that he does. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched Succession, but it's I really enjoy it. I know that we're I have not, all... but I've heard so many good things. Is that him? Yeah. I didn't even know it was him. I didn't that, know that, that was Adam McKay. A, yeah, he's him and Will Ferrell are executive producers on it. Um, so they split up, my, right? Yeah, they did a long time ago, but they've come back together. They've had a reconciliation and uh, good for them because success. Like, I know, like people are getting a little bit over like stories about super rich people and I fucking get it. But succession is just really, really well done. Um, We're not talking about that. We're talking about don't look up because it really does shine a mirror on just like society's behavior around a fucking global catastrophe. Like we're staring extinction in the eye, but there's those fucking asshole billionaires that are like but how do we make money off of it they're like we could blow up this fucking asteroid that's going to destroy earth wait don't look at it don't look at it. look at us look at us to the politicians there's nothing up there there's no global pandemic there's like vaccines yeah. don't work no there's no asteroid coming and then the fucking billionaires are like but wait a minute we've learned that it's got all of these raw components that are worth a trillion dollars so we're not going to blow it up and <laughs> like Mark, Mark it, Rylance played too close to the guy from to Halliday from 
Ready Player One for me in that character. Mm -hmm. Like it was a little too close. So I was I guess watching. I see that, what you're saying, but not that, that, it doesn't take away from the. It doesn't take away from in general the movie. But there was like the performance. That's what I was gonna say. His was the weakest for me, but everyone perf is performing the fuck out of this movie. The acting in this movie mm -hmm. was fantastic. Once yeah. it got to the point of the don't look up part, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this might be not like I'm like, okay, well, it was. I was on board with all of this, and now it, it mm -hmm. just got too cartoonishly uh, obvious well, I, and heavy-handed. You know, like it was really like ham-fisting the I'm idea. I'm fine and with that. With which like, I get it, the point it is satire, you know, but it's like it's it's satire on the idiocy of society, and not satire on like a produced piece of content, which is like what most satire mm -hmm. is. You know, we're not making fun yeah, yeah. of actual politicians telling us to n not get vaccinated um and that's what this is doing you know they're having a fucking rally outside a trump style rally meryl streep's the president and you know jonah hill's her dumb fucking son like eric trump <sighs> jonah hill and, was so good man i hate so good. him in that, but that, yeah. was so for the right good. reason when yeah. he talked about that he yeah. would fuck his mom i'm like oh this yeah. is so perfect it was so <laughs> yeah. fucking perfect it was so yeah. good man <laughs> So good. Yeah, that's Trump saying he would fuck his daughter, you know? Um, yes. So good. Yeah. Like, is this she hot? She's hot for her. Like, if she wasn't my mom, I'd fuck. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, he just says it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like, I, and then, yeah. I watched the whole thing and I enjoyed yeah. it. But yeah, there mm -hmm. was a lot of it where I was like, hmm. Yeah. Jennifer mm -hmm. Lawrence uh, finally coming back in because I feel like she really sort of like fell off the performance wagon for me. Like, she had mm -hmm. uh, Silver Linings Playbook, fucking crushed it, and she was great. And then she just had like sort of a line of stinkers. After that, which I, I I hate to say that I love Jennifer Lawrence, but like, uh, what was it called? Passengers and yeah. like Red Sparrow, and there were just like you didn't like Red Sparrow. I didn't think it was good. I didn't, I didn't think it. it was good. I'm sorry. I, I, I love that not, movie. I thought you were gonna say X Men. I thought you were gonna say the last X Men. I'm like, no, that the, the X Men. Yeah, yeah, like oh, her, yeah. her, her, her mystique after like First Class. Um, I mean, Days of Future Past is one of the best X Men movies in my personal yes. opinion. But like, yes. but. But, but, but those last apocalypse, oh, apocalypse and phoenix are fucking just garbage i uh, saw phoenix the other day again because i was on a cruise ship and i couldn't see anything else and i'm like jesus this is brutal uh, so bad it's yeah so but she, she great comeback for j-law um leo fucking crushed it i i loved it i loved it Sex this leo guy this leo guy he's gonna be good man he's gonna yeah. keep your eye on this Go guy. keep your eye on that guy all right so yeah no, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. You're sorry. Nah, I wasn't going to add anything good. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, thank God you saved me because I had nothing coming out the chamber. <laughs> I just, I, I, let's keep it go. Yeah. All right. So for number threes, we had Don't Look. We had the Suicide Squad, Don't Look Up, and the Suicide Squad. All right. Number two. Mike, what's your number two, man? My number two is Nightmare Alley. Me too. Yeah. Nightmare Never heard Alley. Of it. Okay. Nightmare it's Alley. Del Toro. Mm -hmm. Telling a kind of 1940s. It's a remake, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. It was. Yeah, yeah, it's a remake. So but, it's got uh, this yeah. amazing cast, all stuck at mm -hmm. Bradley Cooper, Tony mm -hmm. Collette, uh, um, oh, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett, uh, Willem Dafoe. Yes, and it's, it's actually all about Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. But yeah, it's basically like um about 
mentalism and like the guys mm -hmm. who trick people into you know like all of the carnival the carny people who like have these communities of of like kind of grifting money from people like you you make a living on your wits and then bradley cooper takes it um and becomes this kind of elevated performer of mysticism mm -hmm. and reading people's minds and all this stuff with is he his... one of those is he one of those that where he tells women like send me money because my enemies are after me i'll, I'll pay you right back <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy? Can I you take out a loan for twenty five thousand dollars? And someone just says, "Yeah, I love you and my boyfriend." It's interesting blah, 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 blah. because kind of, <laughs> kind of, because yeah. like that, because he does, he does end up like conning, uh, played by the amazing Richard Jenkins, who uh, has always been like a that guy actor, and finally got his like due because of The Shape of Water, um, and got like a lot of recognition and nominations because of that. So Richard Jenkins plays this like. Uh, industrialist, multi-multi-millionaire, maybe billionaire, but um, he's like the kind of guy you do not fuck with. And like Holt McCallany playing his like bodyguard is just really—that's um, that guy's name. Yeah, he's yeah great. Holt McCallany, um, who another is like a kind of like that guy actor. He's in a lot of like David Fincher shit, um, but he's he's great and like um, so he, he goes in with the mentalism thing as a and he's been warned by like tony collette and uh, her husband in the circus like do not read people you're gonna give them hope you're gonna say that you can speak to the dead and it's what going it to a turn ghost story? out what, are they, what was it a, a ghost story something like that yeah, yeah like, and like you, you you don't tell ghost stories or whatever because mm -hmm. uh then they start believing you Mm -hmm. And you start, and then the guy who he Bradley Cooper learned it from told him it's like you, because then you start to believe it yourself that you have yeah. more power than you do, and it's all it's yeah. actually it's a very like very realistic human horror story mm -hmm. in that there's no magic in it, there's no nothing supernatural, there's no mm -hmm. anything other than humans being fucking evil and yeah. manipulative. There's mm -hmm. it's it, but it is a straight up kind of horror story about yeah. the the rise and fall of this one guy and it's told this is this movie is like a filmmaker bullshit this is where you're gonna have to this is where we're gonna be have to be toned down the 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 why we feel it's good because the tone of the movie the filmmaking side of this movie the whole putting it all together the art deco design of when they mm -hmm. move into the city yeah the car the the like the like carnival feel the the mm -hmm. sideshow freaks and geeks the 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 whole element of it is just so well done that the tone of the movie by the end of it you just feel bad but feel good, like good, like you watch something it's beautiful like guillermo del toro oh. is textbook auteur that's what i say about him auteur he his filmmaking style is always and has always been so meticulously put together and well done and clean and beautiful even when you're in like a dirty like mm. hobo camp or you know it's it's still like everything is perfect this is the neatest hobo camp i've ever been <laughs> I gotta yeah. be honest with you, i've been through a lot of hobo camps and never <laughs> have i seen mm -hmm. never have i seen the organization yeah. that this hobo mm -hmm. camp has it's With the yeah yeah <laughs> the way they Every show piece of dirt is just placed rightfully yeah. so it's just dirt. hey you want to know what it is nary it is yeah. if it and was Rooney it... mara fucking crushed me dude she was oh, like yeah. so 
so beautifully performs this this role um, as like the wife that just gets used by him. Spook show. It was spook a spook show. show. That's what it was. Spook show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the I, the rise and fall of this, you it happens in a way that you're like, yeah, I'm rooting for this guy. And then the as as he's buying into his own bullshit, you see it happening. Mm-hmm. And then you the whole time you're watching, you're like, no, no, come on. What are you doing? You're not going to stop watching it. You're like rooting for this guy. Like, no, don't do the thing that I know you're ultimately going to do and completely decline. And then at the end, when they reveal that, that he's like, well, I do have this one job. And there, mm-hmm. it, it's a, a flashback to the stuff that happened at the beginning. It all of, I, it blew me away. I was just like, oh, man. I saw it coming and I was still blown away. I was like, amazing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies of last year. It was fully really, agreed. Really, and like really got cool. like and it got like no awards love, and I don't know why. I don't like, know, man. no fucking they're, clue. They're also, Bradley Cooper doesn't speak from like yeah, uh Bradley Cooper doesn't fucking speak for like the first half hour of that movie, too. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> He's all tone, <laughs> baby. It's all yeah. it's all tone, it's all it cinematic uh scene painting. It's it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Great. That was my number two. Me too. Night Nightmare Alley. That was your number two Nightmare. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Double yeah, up, baby. That. Yeah. Double tap. You say nightmare. I say alley. Alley. Nightmare. alley. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say nightmare. Mm. Uh, all right. So nightmare alley. Uh, my number two. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna get tabled. It uh was amazing. It made it made me feel things. It's uh Ghostbusters Afterlife. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't see it, it didn't and I feel like no, such a fucking it. asshole oh because my I need god, to see it. what the fuck? Oh my I god, know. very shocking. I'm like yeah. flabbergasted at the fuck. I think that it's because it didn't come out on streaming and it was like right in the middle of quarantine. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, not, it's, it's not out on streaming yet. Uh, I, I did not go to the is. theater to watch. It is. Do you have it? Uh, it's it's an, I don't own it. I, I'm waiting for the Blu-ray to come out because I, my kids will want to watch it in the car. So oh, I'm not going to spend money on digital, media. even though it is available on digital. I'm not going to spend money on digital to then go buy it on Blu-ray because the Blu-ray comes with digital. So yes. uh, I got to wait like two or three more weeks. Anyways, uh, it is absolutely available on Apple TV um, to uh, to purchase or at Apple least to rent. I go to purchase. Okay. Shit, I Movie watched. is I fucking that. phenomenal. Fuck, I saw it twice within a 24 hours time span. I probably saw it twice within 14 hours. I saw it at night mm-hmm. and then with the kids. And then the next day, I convinced my wife to play hooky. And I can say that because her company no longer exists. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I got my wife to play hooky. I'm like, we got to go watch Ghostbusters. I, and I told her, I go, I'm going to go at this time regardless. Or like noon. I'm like, I'm going to go at this time regardless whether you're there or not. Uh, if you want to be there, I'm telling you it's that fucking good. And we went to go see it together. And it was fucking spectacular. It was just everything was perfect. It, I, I love that movie. I've heard and I'm and I'm a, Will, I'm an Will apologist. told me it was amazing. Will told me I, that. Yeah, me yeah. and Will, me and Will Watkins talked about it. We were like, "Oh my god!" We like, I, I couldn't. I, I, the only Marvel movie that I, this is, I, it took, it got tears out of me as far as this movie. Mm-hmm. And the only Marvel movie because it's technically a superhero movie, right? Ghostbusters. Um, but the only Marvel movie to ever get any tears out of me was has been Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and it's right. one specific scene where Drax talks about his daughter, 
and how mm. she, you know, she's now dead. That one scene got me because I have a daughter and blah blah blah. It's all that bullshit. So like it's very mm-hmm. specific. Hell, that garbage. That's no, but it's child. It's very specific. <laughs> it's a very specifically yeah, yeah, targeted, yeah. like fucking. I'm, I'm gonna make fathers with daughters cry. Like just I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. aim this tear gun. Yeah. When Mantis touches tear gun. Yeah, yeah. When Mantis touches him and she she mm-hmm. realizes just how like yeah like um, heartbroken he is is. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, i remember that scene yeah so it was that scene is um is the only one that's made me shed a tear in a superhero movie and i Mm -hmm. cried for a lot of movies i cried at jim carrey's the mask i cried a lot of fucking movies bro uh and what part of the mask made you cry (laughs) listen man uh and i'm trying to smile now because you taught myself i'm feeling the fucking shit that i know i'm about to feel right so i'm trying (laughs) like hey this is uh, was it when he screamed milo no yes when Milo was trying to fucking save him from when, when Milo dog. was trying to jump the up into the, into the jail cell when he was in and he goes, go and find another master, one that could take uh, a care of you because mm-hmm. I'm a loser. Oh, like that was the okay. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we've lost. Oh, my God. Hey, um, the speaking tears. of the mask, um, I uh, I did start a, a cat. A Twitter uh, account called um, is Eric Andre the Mask, and it just says day. I'm just counting the days and saying whether or not he has been yeah. ca- cast as the Mask, um, because if they ever do a, a remake or reboot or make the Mask again, Eric fucking Andre should 100% play the Mask. That's my. I'm opinion. not. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like this movie did. It, it feels like a love letter from Jason Reitman to his dad, Ivan Reitman. Correct. Mm, yeah. Right. And it was. That's all I know about. Very- but I, I fucking, I mean, I was like, oh, no, it just, woo, it made Put you it feel on the, the list, feels, man. man. I got to watch made this you feel thing. The feels. I, I legitimately, I legitimately said the moment I watched it was in this mindset of like, is it going to be my number two or my number one? The, immediately. There was wow. no question of, there was no question of if, is it going to make the list? It was, is it going to be my number two or my number one? And that's the only, mm-hmm. and the only way I did the choosing was, well, my number one's been came out first, so I'm gonna give it. I, wow. That's it. That's the only reason. It's because it's been my number one longer than than this. Like that's right, it. right. It's so fucking good on all levels, man. I'm gonna so, watch it. That's definitely. I'm gonna put it on the list. I'm making a list of stuff to watch. From yeah, I, I'm. Wa- I'm watching Nightmare Alley. I gotta watch that. You guys got mm-hmm. me intrigued. Even though yeah, it, it, it really already. is. Uh, um, you kind of spoiled it already, but it's fine. I, I'll try it. I'll still. I'll watch I mean, it's it. It's a Maybe novel. Like, Did you not read the book? I... <laughs> I have a feeling that we all might have the same number one. Yeah. No. So no. None of us have said it. Can we all say it? Oh, do a countdown. Three, two, oh, one. No, countdown. But, but, yeah, no, I know. My number one. Oh, we got to do honorable before, mentions first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we don't uh, all have the same number one. So number twos, okay. just to okay. recap, number twos are Nightmare Alley was said twice. And I said Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So what are honorable mentions? Uh, I will say, um, not not to like name all of them, but Mortal Kombat would have if they did not pitch it as a movie and it would have been a series pilot. I, it would have been better. Mortal um, Kombat if it didn't have the main character that they fucking invented for this movie would have been amazing. Yeah. They 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 gave us an extra character that we a didn't need and b didn't like. This character fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. but everything else been, about the movie was great. Everything else about the movie was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Red Notice. Did anybody see Red Notice with yes. the Rock? Red Notice. Ryan that was fun. Yeah. And Gal Gadot. 
it was fun up until the very end, which I did not like the very end, but it was like, I was watching it like, this is a great dumb action movie. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I would like to say Black Widow. Just Black Widow. On me. Black mm -hmm. Widow and the Eternals to me is the best Marvel movies that came out last year. Really? Mm -hmm. I, Black Widow yeah. for me was hard to like, it was great. It was fine. But because of all of the bullshit around it that you can't separate, like I wish I could have gone yeah. into that movie not having known that we waited how many you know because of the pandemic oh, because of the right. because of ike, ike perlmutter didn't let her get a movie back in phase two you know like all of the stuff that i know about the mcu made like filtered into this this idea right. of like what it i could wish i could have be been. smart i wish i could be as smart as you guys i'm like let's go see this movie like i had zero Maybe you should read more nary like, i, I went into this, <laughs> read these books. I went into this <laughs> movie and it's like if you could read my mind like Doo -doo -doo, the fucking uh, the person you have called is not around and i'm just like this is fun. Like, there's nowhere that I think, like, oh, man, remember yeah. Phase 2? Like, I didn't think of any of that shit. I was like, yeah, this is fucking yeah. well, I think okay. was, And the fact that I waited so long, during the mm -hmm. pandemic, when they kept pushing it back, I literally said these words. I said, I don't give a fuck about this movie anymore. It's right. been too long. <laughs> and, then too I watched long. The, and then I watched the movie, and all of that went out the window, because I'm like, this is just fucking great. This is just great. It made me forget about all of that. Mm -hmm. It, like, made me forget that I once said, I don't give a fuck about this movie. Like that, I, I think that's a, I think it's a uh, compliment to the movie where right. it just made me forget mm -hmm. that I felt that way at one point. I will say the 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 fact that so right before the pandemic shut down everything in March, there was Comic Con, right, San Diego right. Comic Con, and that was the big Marvel like Marvel just blah, just shit, look at all of our Marvel shit, and it was a <laughs> huge fucking deal. That's where they announced the Eternals, and they brought out Salma Hayek. No, they announced it at the Disney at the Disney. Marvel doesn't really do the Comic Con anymore. They do the Disney the Disney Con, whatever the fuck it's called. Disney. I, the, it was it yeah, was like San Diego Comic Con. No, but it was the one where they announced Blade at the end, where they did oh, the right. whole fucking lineup. They right. did all of that shit. They brought everybody out. They brought Asama Hayek out. They brought Angel. They brought out Shang Chi. They brought out all these other things. They announced all these projects, and then the big thing for that one was that everybody got a Black Widow hat, and Black Widow showed up, mm. and they announced the TV series. They announced a whole bunch of shit, and then pandemic, and then it was like, mm. psych, you know. So that wave of energy, which I'm kind of glad a little bit because Black Widow was not in my opinion as good as some of the other stuff we saw before like it came out you know in a way that at a certain point you're just like jesus just drop it on fucking streaming already and then you learned about the lawsuit that oh they can't they have to figure out mm. a way to release it in theaters otherwise it violates the contract with scarlett johansson blah 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 right. and then at a certain point you just watch the movie and you're like just get it into my brain so that i know what's going on and uh florence Pugh's uh yelena is was one of my oh, favorite god characters. i love her so Perfect. amazing, yeah. But yeah, it was just like one of those things where I was like, "Ah, it's good, it's great, it was great," but also yeah. had all this shit tied to it. Right. And then yeah. I will say also, Matrix Resurrections, um, <sighs> so it on came out. About that Honorable mention, movie. yeah, exactly. I'm just like, ah, okay. But I think uh, I need to watch it from the the more like meta satire, like fucking point of view, because like, I can't up. take it. I, yeah, I can't take it seriously as a fucking Matrix movie yeah. because basically uh, Lana Wachowski made it because they were going to make it with or without her. Yeah, And she was like, well, if you're going to make it without me, I might as well be a part of it. And that's where 
you get like the meta shit where you've got like John Goff talking about like our sister or parent company, Warner Brothers, blah, 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 blah. And you got the fucking like pro. I thought I was was watching an outtake of fucking Free Guy. I was like, are we, is this fucking Free Guy again? Yeah, it was was so close to Free Guy. It made yeah. me like groan when I first when those words came out of his mouth, and I was like, "Ugh, really? You're being self-referential in this shit." And I really switched off at that point. But then when I went back and sort of like got the backstory about the movie being made, anyways, I was like, "Okay, I get it. This is basically her giving the studio the fucking finger, mm-hmm. and that makes her me Spider-Man respect three. it, you know, yeah. in that way." So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What are your honorable mentions, Stein? Uh, yeah, I got get my notes back up here. I, I got a few here. Uh, we already mentioned Black Widow and Luca. Um, a few uh, like Raya the Last Dragon. I really loved it. Um, mm. with, Raya the Last Dragon and Shang Chi feel very similar in a lot of ways. With like oh, they the have dragons, Aquafina. they, they, they both, both got Aquafina. <laughs> um, yeah, they're both like um, you know Asian supernatural stories with like cool martial arts and shit. Um, Let's see. The Green Knight, I thought, was really fucking cool. Fuck, I want to see um, it. Still haven't seen it. It was, yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm an A24 stan. I really love, like, what they're putting out there. Uh, let's see. No Time to Die. The new, the like, Daniel Craig's last uh, Bond. Uh, Rami Malek was an amazing, amazing Bond villain. And the last one uh, that I don't think, I don't know. Have you guys seen Boss Level with Frank Grillo? It's on my list to watch. It was my number 10 until it got knocked out by Kingsman. And it's I was like, well, I good. I, yeah, it was really so good. good. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. I don't like Mel Gibson because he's an anti-Semite. I wish they would have cast someone else it's in that role. why I like it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. But it's funny, funny you say that. That's the reason I actually started watching yeah. it. No. Um, yeah. Also, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. yeah. She's Again, in it. I got to watch it. I heard it's great. Everywhere. It's really Boss fucking was so good. good. I didn't know. I didn't know Gibson. I'm one of those people, and Mike will tell you, uh, not just about Gibson, but I'm very capable of separating the art from the artist. I'm one of those, like, this is the art. This is the artist. I'm one of those. I know it's. Super and I respect, Gibson. Yeah, I respect, <laughs> I, I respect people who are like, I can't do that. I'm like, okay, I, I understand. I understand. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a fan of Mel Gibson's art. Uh, and I did not know he was in this movie when I started watching the movie. And then when he showed up, I'm like, get the fuck this guy's in his And he plays a well, villain. Which, why wouldn't he? I mean, there I mean, is a moment in in boss level where he kills one of the assassins that's coming after him. And she has Adolf Hitler's gun. She's like, I paid like two yeah, million dollars right. for this. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he fucking takes it and shoots her. And he goes, that was for the Jews. And he fucking like, <laughs> like, is that real? I, that's in the movie. Yeah, he yeah, like yeah, strips yeah. her okay. of the gun. Wait, I was listening to that as a joke. Say that again? As yeah, yeah, real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's there. the Jews. Blam. Yeah, so it's, well, it's he got the first. Whole, he does shoot her the first. Whole Groundhog Day thing where like he dies and he wakes up right. at the same the like part. Yeah. Every Yeah, so every day he has to learn how to like get past a certain point in the day. Um, so he learns how to become like a master swordsman. You know, he learns the routines of these oh, assassins coming after like him. Like Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, 
it's exactly it's the whole thing groundhog day created its own genre with like coming back to life and reliving the yeah. day sort of the thing. looping the loop day yeah and when he kills this one assassin she's got a fucking gun that's adolf hitler's gun and yeah he shoots her with it and says that's for the jews and fucking mel gibson is in the movie notorious anti-semite yeah <laughs> wait but you make it mike wow. mike it's not mel gibson it's mel gibson's not the one who kills her it's no, no, the, Frank Grillo is the one. Oh, okay. the, way you're, oh. the way you're setting it up is, Sorry, is, is my is, bad. Is, no, yeah, Bill yeah. Gibson's the, the he's like the final yeah. boss in the thing, but like, yeah. he does like die, that's you know, for but, the Jews. I'd be like, yeah. no, 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 Frank Grillo. I'm sorry, I should have explained yeah. it better. I thought it was clear, Frank yeah. Grillo. Because the way you the said lead. it, I was like, wait, I saw the movie and I don't remember. I don't, no, I don't, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Grillo, yeah, or Grillo, I don't know how you say yeah. his last name. Grillo. He's the one that Mel says Gibson that, yeah. was supposed to say that line, but he refused. No, I'm kidding. I refused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow, <laughs> yeah, he, he refused. He refused. He was oh like, It's not on my contract. I'm not saying that line. And then yeah. Frank Grillo was like, I'll fucking do it. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, that movie is really good. Uh, all right, honorable my honorable mentions, real quick because we're running out of time here. Jungle Cruise, Boss Level, oh, yeah, saw it. Shang Chi, Quiet Place Two, and uh, Justice Society World War Two, animated mm. DC movie, oh, fucking amazing, yeah. fucking amazing. It took four amazing movies, including Ghostbusters, Suicide Squad, and Kingsman, to knock this movie off my fucking list. It. Took a lot. Um, also, shout out to uh, Crudes Two, uh, a New Age, which is I'm a huge fan of um, of uh, the Crudes movies and the TV show. But uh, it's an animated movie. It was fucking fantastic. Um, those are my honorable mentions. Number one, Mike. Number, number one, one, I no dilly dallying. Spider Man No Way Home. Number Spider Man No Way Home. Numero okay. uno. Um, the sheer work that went into making this movie it's Mm -hmm. it's it's incredible to me that it exists as a functional piece of art Mm -hmm. and also as like the linchpin in connecting decades of 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 movies into one universe and it makes sense the movie is a good movie and it's not this convoluted Mm -hmm. piece of shit it's not like the Eternals where it had this incredibly heavy lifting thing to do. It was very specific and you had to mm-hmm. hit specific things. And it was crazy emotional. I genuinely teared mm-hmm. up in that fucking movie. It was so, it was such it a good cried. and not I cried. So I will say this for Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield of the three of the three of Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, I felt the most for. Because mm-hmm. they they really fucked him over. So, Sony really yeah. kind of fucked him over, and yeah. he suffered this kind of like backlash where he didn't get the chance to tell the story he wanted to tell, and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now there's rumor that he might continue being Spider Man. Who knows? But in this movie alone, him catching Zendaya, yes, and his uh, MJ, you know, like like yeah. my MJ is you know redemption. redemption. I lost my MJ. That redemption scene the part where you think it's gonna be tom holland and then he goes goof and he gets caught and then andrew garfield is the one rather than shoot and and shoot up to stop himself he shoots down further catches her physically and then saves himself yeah and he and then he's just kind of like that look on his face had so, so many real. layers so real in that moment you really can that was the best part of that so moment apparent 
the deep well of empathy just as like a human being Andrew Garfield is equipped with and it's so just laid bare in that in that one moment there you get to see everything and it's such a vulnerable and special thing that like you said he got fucked over and he finally got a chance to redeem not just like his character but himself in that moment because he did get a lot of hate for no good fucking reason from the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I don't understand people who like lash out at the actor who reads the script that was chosen by the director who was chosen by the studio and told what to do. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that's the last guy you should be mad at. You know what I mean? Like the, and it was just so funny to me. And then Toby coming back and just being Mm -hmm. like the venerable older Spider-Man, you know, like, yeah, it was, it was, but that's not what the movie was entirely about. Because Tom Holland's character, when he's like trying to piece out the world together again, mm-hmm. is it ge- like genuinely and and fucking Willem Dafoe. God damn, that guy's good. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, motherfucking Kringle. That mm-hmm. guy is so amazing to be playing something, some a character he played twenty years later, and still mm-hmm. be like, fuck yes, you know, like where you as you, yeah, oh, so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, absolutely agree. The the just the fucking. <sighs> the the logistics of this movie existing is mind-boggling and you're, you're right it, it there will never be anything that can stand up to what they have done they've created something absolutely unique and i i just am waiting for the day that i can like own this you know and yeah. have it to watch over and over and over and over again it's so yeah. good let's see you get a crowd reaction from a character walking through a circle that I sat in my mm-hmm. theater. People uproarious cheering, <laughs> applause. They did that. They did that in Endgame. They did that in Endgame. <laughs> they literally got no, no, emotional. No, no, no. They literally got an emotion out of fucking people walking out of my, a circle. What let are you me finish about? my fucking point because I was referencing Martin Scorsese and all of these other high-minded, lofty uh, fucking people. Uh, Greg Ridley yeah. Scott. Mm-hmm. You try getting that reaction. From one of your fucking last duel jerk off is screen pieces. Have that you are seen the like, last duel? The last duel is really good. I don't know why you fucking going at the last duel. Like because it's of really the good. because of the fact that 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 it it had to go up against No Way Home, and then Ridley Scott was like this fucking comic book movie, and I'm like, people cared about that. It made a fucking yeah, bajillion but it's not the dollars. Movie's fault, but it's not the movie's. Fault. It's but like the, you don't keep, talk shit about the movie, man. Then but, talk, but like, talk shit about the director. Don't talk shit. Like I don't understand why you're, you're like it is three times in this podcast that you're like the last duel, fucking jerking yourself off. I'm like, it's a really good film, though. Like, it's because really it was movie. Ridley Scott is the Martin Scorsese talk shit because nobody yeah. wanted to see the fucking Irish. They're whining like little bitches Actually, because the fucking superhero fairness, movie is better than their their like in all cinema. Fairness, that's in all fairness, uh, uh, Scorsese talked shit prior to the uh, the Irishman coming out. He did talk. This shit is not to say I. I uh, so um, I'm just saying that he didn't do it because it, nobody saw it. He <laughs> did, and it got nominated for like a thousand Oscars. The Irishman, right? So he, but the Oscars is now more obviously detached from like what the average person like. It's like you you never see a movie on Rotten Tomatoes that the critic score is super good, is super bad, but right. the audience score is like, yeah, no, it's fucking great. That yeah, it's every movie on fucking uh, kickflicks. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I would like to personally <laughs> apologize to Ridley like Scott. Now. 
and Martin Scorsese. Um, yeah. If you ever want to hire me, I take it all back. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like defending the movie. I'm like, the movie didn't say that though. Like, why are you yeah. talking shit about the fucking movie? The movie didn't say yeah. it. Talk shit about the guy. Fuck you, no, the, movie, the, the last dual LLC company that ran and produced the movie. Uh, but my my thing is that really Scott's the like everybody who really everybody good. who is high minded like doesn't treat these as cinema, but like Scorsese was making mob it's movies, mob movies, mob movies were the and were the comic book movies of their time. Yeah, but that's the thing, mob movies in the seventies. It's 70s, all cyclical too. It's all cyclical. It's all it's, you know what I mean. Fucking, it it becomes a thing to become to make vampire movies, and then ten years, and then that goes out, and then ten years later they'll make more mm -hmm. vampire movies. It's all the same fucking thing. Um, but I get what you're saying. I just I I found it weird that you're attacking the movie. I'm like, it's not the movie's fault. Like, it's not the movie that's like. A, it's Ridley Scott being Ridley Scott. Up his own um, I I'm a fan of Ridley Scott. I'm a fan of his films. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is Braveheart. My second one is Gladiator, and Go yeah. watch Robin Hood. Braveheart's Robin Hood too. not a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. No, it's a Robin Hood that Ridley Scott made. I second. I said my second favorite movie is Gladiator. So those are the. I, oh, I, I say that you. only. To, I say that only to say that my only my number one and two are favorite movies. I could. Those are the only ones that are numbered. Everything else is like, oh, gotcha. that was good too. That was like those are. But those are the so fucking good. That's so good. Um. Alright. Uh. I don't like Spider Man No Way Home. Uh. It was fine. It was okay. It was not great to me. Uh, I did not cry at that movie. I'm just going by what you guys are saying. Uh, we've done a spoiler review on this on this movie. I don't hate the movie on this. I don't think anything except for uh, Defoe's overacting. I don't think anything is bad in this movie. I just didn't feel the same thing everybody else felt. Uh, other than yep. that, that's fine. That's fine. Ever the contrarian. No, I said this the day after. The day after. Gary wants out, to I fight, man. He came for that. <laughs> He's the entitled to his up. opinion, however wrong yeah. it is. Absolutely, I'm just kidding, brother. Fine with that. What? Um, what you got? Uh, I, I, know I you didn't got. feel a goddamn thing when Aunt May died, except for fuck, we won't be seeing her fine ass anymore. Um, my <laughs> number one, my I number I don't one. It. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Like, why did I? Like, why don't you cry when Uncle Ben died? I'm like, I don't know, because I expected it. I saw it coming. It's fine. It doesn't make a difference. Um, oh look, the cat. It's the fucking uh, cat with the hair on the mic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so excited shit. about a fucking cat. I know. I was like, oh, look. What cat. was your number one? What was your number my one? My number one yours... was the previously mentioned twice before Zack Snyder's Justice League. That was my number one. Yeah. Uh, mm, my number one and two, so I will say, are interchangeable. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was that good that in my mind, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be my number one or two. But my number one is Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's a complete masterpiece from, especially considering the bullshit that we ended up getting in the movie theater, which, by the way, when. Josh Whedon's uh, uh, Justice League came out. I was like, it's not bad. It's fine. Like, I just, I was that guy. I was like, uh, it's, right. it's fine, whatever. And then I saw this. I'm like, oh, no, that was shit. Okay, yeah. my fault. I'm sorry. That was complete garbage. I didn't know that was compared to this. That was trash. Yeah. 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 Good. And then you hear um, all I the do... stories about Joss Whedon, like on set, and he's like yeah, yeah. disappeared up his own asshole, being a piece of shit and racist yeah. and all. Well, that. that part I didn't even, that part I never took into consideration because the movie came out beforehand. So that part didn't play, a, you know what I mean? Uh, but mm -hmm. I will say, yeah, you done fucked up, man. I mean, this... Ray Fisher got so fucked over by Joss Whedon. It's just like, yeah. He was my favorite uh, character the, in this one. Him and Flash, like, the two the people they cut the most. Heart and well, he soul said, of the Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, years for a year prior to this version coming out, he said multiple times on social media that in, in the Justice League, Cyborg was always supposed to be the heart and soul of this movie. 
Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't understand how that's a thing. Because I saw the fucking theatrical version. And I was like, how is this guy the heart and soul of this fucking yeah. movie? Maybe Barry, but how the fuck do you get this guy? And then I saw the thea- and then I saw the Zack Snyder's, and I'm like, oh, I get it. It makes sense. Um yeah. I mean it's it was, true. It was, like it was, it was fucking two, great. Once they showed also like it explained certain things in the Justice League one that always kind of stood out to me as like sloppy. At, including yeah. the CGI for the CGI, the fucking yeah, red so CGI that was so bad, so bad. It was like he's such a nuanced graphics. Yeah, he, he's such a nuanced character in the the Zack Snyder Justice League. Like he makes perfect sense. And he's so fucking badass looking. His armor that like shit shape uh, shifts and everything. Like fucking amazing. The way they so did. Good. Did him so dirty, and they like that whole subplot of like Barry Allen saving the like family at the end of the Justice League. Yeah. It's like so, so fucking uh, stupid. Uh, and now they gave him his redemption moment, where he gets to turn back time and save everything by manipulating good. the Speed Force. Uh, and like Zack Snyder's slow motion shit is his calling card yeah, in all of his movies, like. That's and what one one knock I will say again, even mm-hmm. though I'm a, what people will call a DC fanboy, what I am still I still try to be as honest as I can with myself. One knock I will say is like there's so many slow motion scenes, is and it's not just with the flash. And I'm like, so is everybody as fast as the flash? Like, what's going on? Like, it's just like I think mm. he overused that, and you're right, it's his calling card because he does it so well. But yeah. in a movie that has a speedster, you might want to make that guy the slow motion guy, like not because he, he used it with Wonder Woman. He used it with um, uh, well, Wonder Flash. Woman and Superman both have super speed, you know, right? But again, but there was no there's no delineation between how much faster Barry is because like, Barry like, is literally right, changed right. the speed force, changed the fucking uh, ripples of time yeah. fast. Yeah, and no matter Superman's not that fast, and 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 neither is Wonder Woman. He's close. And so, He's that's done one it. of my favorite. That's one of my favorite right. panels, like pages in comics, at all of all time, is where it's um, the Flash and and Superman are going somewhere, and then they're like, you, know, they're like, um, he's like, oh, you're not that fast. I, uh, we've raced many times. I've even won some of those races. And then the Flash literally looks over at Superman. And is like, Clark, those were for charity. Poof! And he just <laughs> literally leaves him so far, like uh, embarrassingly. Superman is yeah. not is nowhere near as fast no, as the Flash. And not and when that, he taps into his full potential. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he, so, so I will say, differentiating so in the slow mo would have been so good. two things. Mm-hmm. That, that that's what I said. My, my comment is like twofold. Like one, I would like more of a distinguishing difference between Barry and everybody else. No, like, you could do more sp- uh, like what he did with the with the rub when the building was collapsing on the on those people mm. and he fucking zoomed mm. out whatever. That, that was yeah. dope as fuck. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." yeah. But the slow motion, I'm like, you got to differentiate a little bit more in my opinion. Mm. And then the other thing, again, Joss Whedon's movie was awful, it was garbage, it's trash. That scene was pretty dope though, the Superman racing the Flash, that fucking mid-credit thing. That was yes. pretty fucking cool. Mm. I was like, again, not worth the other shit that we got. Right. I mean, if it was one yeah. or the other, I wouldn't and just fucking hair, hair lip Superman on the smartphone oh, at the top. <laughs> so, Bro, bad. so bad. So bad. So bad. But I, I love the way Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder throughout the years before the movie came out, he kept like taking little jabs on social media. Mm. Somebody said, 
oh, just C- CGI, something, blah, blah. And then he chimed in and he goes, we all know that doesn't work. Well, my thing also was like um, with the, I loved that the Mission Impossible people were went to Warner Brothers and were like, fuck you, that mustache is vital to his character really in Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Fallout. You mm-hmm. can't have him shave or we will sue you for mm-hmm. violating for 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 something right. and 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 henry cavill i feel bad for he i feel bad as bad for him as i do for andrew arfield because henry cavill he yeah. one of the reasons he didn't appear in like shazam or that stuff is that because he still has one movie contracted left with warner brothers and if he appears in literally any mm. other dc property he will that will that will end his contract so that he because he wants another superman movie yeah. And mm-hmm. they could make a Man of Steel 2 and have it be amazing after Flashpoint. Okay. I don't know, but that's the that thing is great. that he's kind of in this in this like limbo of of being Superman. Mm. And I think he's fucking great and deserves a a chance yeah. to be full-fledged superhero Superman with like a genuine Superman story. You know who would be a great director for him? Fucking Patty Jenkins. I think I would love to see what she can mm. do. Interesting. I would be down. I would be down for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not that's not bad actually. I think that would be pretty. Good. <laughs> uh, but uh, the truth is, is that he's he's kind of a whole generation Superman now, and it would be hard to replace him without a good reason. Especially mm-hmm. now that multiverses exist, and like there's three Batmans, you know. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. That's Two a good ones. Thing. So yeah. we'll figure it out. I heard this new Batman's uh, good. We'll I know. I just talking. I just like saying those. Those are the those are the contrary type of comments. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like I don't know. I haven't. Then I haven't even seen the new one yet. I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. But it's like I like. It's just like fucking. Yeah. It's just like you know. Uh oh, nice pussy. What? A- <laughs> <laughs> this is Daniel Day Lewis. We got white pussy. We got black pussy. We got <laughs> apple pie pussy. Uh, I hope people uh, know right. that really reference to a movie. <laughs> we can't nope, end on nope, me saying nope. that. The no. top 10. Thank you guys for checking out our top 10 uh, list. Make sure you check no, out Mike on his social media at Mike Mergador. Stein, you're at Dungeon on Floor, which is... No, just Dungeon on- Floor. God damn it. It's the on. No <laughs> at Dungeon Floor. That was, my, yeah. that was my fault again. That's all Fourth good, bro. You don't read. <laughs> at uh, at Dungeon Floor. At Dungeon Floor. Uh, no, Dungeon Floor. At Dungeon Floor. And his podcast is a... Well, you yeah, I can explain it. Um, yeah, so I, I'm the Pungeon Master, the host of The Floor is Dungeon, 5th edition actual play comedy podcast. Uh, Mike has been a guest on it a couple times where we build uh, characters based off of history, comedy, pop culture, politics, whatever. Um, we mash them all up, and then I create a you know double dare dad joke dungeon to run my characters through. Uh, two episodes a month. Check us out. We're on all of the fucking podcatchers. The floor is a dungeon. Follow us at Dungeon Floor. Thank you. Uh, check that good out, guys. Uh, and my comedy is at Nary Science or what was his name.com. I'm dropping a lot more videos uh, and reels. I just dropped one today of me finding out the news that a Louisiana teacher got arrested because. Um, she laced cupcakes with. Uh, she gave students 
uh, semen laced cupcakes, and uh, I give my two cents mm. about it. So, uh, anyways, Ooh. check that out at Nary Science at uh, um, everything is what was his name dot com. Uh, you guys are great, and that's how top ten are done. Ninth in a row, baby. <laughs> 